The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Sweet, sweet listeners. There's there a guy called Sweet Charles. You are sweet. Sweet Charles. Uh, good evening, dear listener. Sweet listener. Sweet, sweet listener. I'm Ian Lee, and there's a very sweet woman in the studio with me, but I, yeah, I've forgotten her name once again. Sweet lady? KTB. KTB. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sweet Sam is answering the phones, and I'm looking forward to your sweet, sweet phone calls. Yeah, that's right. I've got a really bad headache, and I've taken way too many Neurofen. Is there any pain? Let's, this is what we're going to do. We're going to rank off the... Uh, and don't you say that, Alan. That's my phrase. We're going to rank off mm. the worst pains in the world. Right? The 
world, not including my headache, right? Because that's uh, the worst pains in the world. Okay, I'm going to do the top five worst pains, right? At number one, I'm going in hard, right? At one, okay. I am saying number one. Banging your knee on a coffee table. Oof. Banging your knee on a coffee table. Number two. Now, this is controversial. Number two, I would suggest, is when a neurofen gets stuck just a little bit too long at the back of your throat. It only has to be four or five seconds. You're struggling to swallow it. Four or five seconds, and then it goes down. And then there's like a really weird burning sensation for the next couple of hours it's horrendous so we say getting a pill stuck in your throat that's at number two kath what would you put at number three sweet kath um terrible terrible got ache you know if you've got an, uh, an upset stomach those gripey yeah. pains yeah, yeah 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 i'm putting that down okay so we've got at number one knee on a coffee table number two pill stuck in a throat number three is kath's gusset let's go what? to gusset. let's go to alan caddick Hi, boss. Hey, Alan. Who's dead today? No one. I Wait! saw a No one died today. Hey, no one died today. I don't want to be Debbie Downer, but someone will have died today. Who? 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 If it's someone um, uh, related to you who died today, two things. First of all, you have my Mickey condolences. Second of all, you don't listen to the radio for. You should be mourning. Yes, Alan. I've got a recommendation for you. He's got a, what did he say? A recommendation. Okay, beautiful. I love recommendations. RuPaul's Drag Race UK. I'm on it. Kath, Kath is I on mean, it. I am not literally she's, on it. She's, she's a qualify. man. She's a man and she's had us fooled all this time, but God, she's a hot man. Did you see the first episode on the iPad tonight, Kath? No, I'm going to watch it when I go home. So no spoilers. Well, did, no. did you, did you, did you see it? Because you didn't see The Apprentice when you called up yesterday to be The I Apprentice did. correspondent. I want to be the Drag Race correspondent. We're not having one. Even though it's a new program. We're not having a Drag We're not having a correspondent for every program on telly. It'll take forever. It's only one program, two programs. <laughs> you got to be The Apprentice correspondent. I'm going to be the Drag Race correspondent. We haven't, here's the thing. Okay. Yeah, okay, here we go. Once we've sorted out... The Apprentice Correspondent. I will consider a Drag Race Correspondent. Thank you. There we go. And that's the end it, of that call. I'm not saying it's going to be you. No, exactly. <laughs> it, it probably won't be. He knows their guys, right? Maybe not. Let's not ruin that. Um, uh, let's not ruin that. I don't like... I like RuPaul. I think she's hot. But I don't like it when her bald granddad pops up every now and then. <laughs> I like her bald granddad. I don't like her bald granddad quite as much. Good evening, Jack. Good evening. We have, oh, hang on. Is that you who, who just texted in a pain? No. Okay, well, we've got a text from a jack. Stepping on a plug. <laughs> Stepping on a plug. Oh. I'm going to, would you know what? I'm going to replace the plug, actually, with a Lego. Lego. Stepping on a Lego. Oh, uh, I've done that before. I bet you have, young man. What can we do for you tonight, Jack? Well, you see, I was going to sing a tune, but I just realised something. Um, uh, okay, what's that you've realised? I might get the Mickey taken out of me. That's life. That's life. I'm growing a moustache and I might get the Mickey taken out of me. Uh, I don't care. I don't care. That's life. Life is all about taking risks. Um, or not. It's up to you. Also, who's going to take the Mickey out of you? Someone you know? Someone you care about? Or someone you don't know? Who you'll never see again? I think he means you, Kath. Well, well you see... Before I do sing the song, if you want me to, because I am going to respect 
obviously. Respect, respect. If you don't want me to do it, I will respect that opinion. I have no strong feelings either way, Ian. I don't care. I don't, I'm, I, what I don't want to get bogged down in is a conversation about what we are or aren't going to do. Let's just do it. Let's be spontaneous. Spontaneous? Yes. So you want me to sing this Capaldi then? Just, I'll... just sing. All right, let me get the tune. Give me a sec. Oh. Thunder. Yep. There's an echo on here. Can you hear that? N nope. But I'm, I'm, I, can you hear um, my breath leaving my dying body? Yes. Good. Get on with it. Okay, okay. Sorry, Dad. What? Sorry, Mum. He okay. said he wouldn't mention we were his real parents that sold him at birth. Never mind. I, I okay. Five, six, seven, eight. Do Thanks very much indeed for your call, Jack. I really appreciate uh, both Jack and Alan for sucking the vibe out of the top of the show. That's great news. Excellent work. Let's see what Alistair can do. Good evening, Alistair. Oh, let's try again on the right fader. Good evening, Alistair. Hey, guys. It's good to talk to you again. Here we go. Alistair, can right. I can I just say something? Uh, that yeah. is, uh, uh, check your DMs on Twitter. Oh, okay. I sent you a little DM last night. Nothing to be discussed on air. Just sent you a little DM. It's nothing, you're not in trouble, don't worry about that. I just sent you a little private message that you might be interested oh, in. Oh, thank you. Thank um, yeah, I'll look at that. Thank um, you, sir. But I've got uh, a couple of, well, three things. Y you've mentioned pain. Yes. Does it, can I say that I've had a pain which is like not knocking into anything, mm -hmm. but is within my own body? Yeah. Yes. Okay, let's, let's, let's hear it. Let's hear about it. Right, what happens is... And it's only very occasionally. Mm. When I go to the loo, mm. okay, my bowel oh, Jesus. feels like oh, it's suffering from cramp. Okay, so so arsehole cramp is what is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's right. Okay, ask I put arse cramp, arse cramp. Okay, arse cramp. And he said he's and it, nearly, it nearly, um, okay. it, I, I nearly sort Prolapsed. of uh, passed out. Okay, wow. Okay, point number two. But that point probably could have been two. point number two. Let's go to point I number one. I watched The Apprentice today. Yes. And uh, the also the follow-up show. And I wondered if I could ring in next week and be considered for the post. You can certainly ring in next week and be... Next... Uh, so it's on Wednesdays, isn't it? Next Wednesday. Yeah. I don't think we gave people enough warning, and that's our fault. That's our fault. Next Wednesday, it is an apprentice correspondent apprenticeship... Um... Jeez, uh, oh I just need to see the phones... It's an Apprentice Correspondent Apprenticeship Special, where yeah. we will be properly looking for an Apprentice Correspondent uh, Apprentice. Seriously. Correspondent. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Yeah, and I'm willing to do all the research involved. Okay. I should okay. think so, okay. too. I like that. Bumlick, we like that. Yeah. Okay, cool. And um, then three. thirdly, now this question may be too heavy for Kath. Don't underestimate okay. me. Right, I've been watching The Loudest Voice, which is about Roger Ailes. Yes. And, um... Because he was a horrible uh, human being to uh, lots of women, ruined a lot of women. Who, who is this? I missed who we're talking about. Roger Ailes? Yeah, he, he um, invented Fox News. Okay, and, okay. Um, stuff like that. Yeah. And which, of course, in my opinion, well, I mean, a lot of people's opinion became sort of fake news, mostly. Well, I was so disappointed to find out it wasn't news about foxes, but okay, by the by, yes. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one, thank you. So, as a journalist, Calf. Yeah. Do you re can you recall when you first started to become aware of the fake news type of thing going on? 
Um. I have an answer to the question. But it used to be consp- it, for me, 9-11. For me, yeah. 9-11. The yeah. conspiracies yeah. when, when conspiracy theories like we haven't really walked on the moon, uh, Elvis is still alive. Yeah. Then it became an actual argument that, well, no, no, the, the, the towers were taken down by George W. But Bush. But we never had national leaders leaning on those and suggesting that we shouldn't trust the media. That's a new, that's a relatively yeah. new thing. Fake news is, I think, quite a modern thing. It's sort of, for, you know. Yeah. It, it's I a way of it, it was like uh, Fox News was more like just the a very right wing opinion about the news, wasn't it? Really? Yeah, I, I mean, guess. Yeah. Looking back, yeah. Um, anyway, so that's okay. brilliant. Great, great debate, guys. Great debate. That was a great mm-hmm. debate. Okay, yeah. thank you, Alistair. Uh, I do think you're wrong on that, Catherine. Why? The points I gave earlier on about um, it was never seen. Nine mm. eleven. Yeah, but the conspiracy thing was always fringy before, and now it's gone but mainstream. No, but nine eleven is when the conspiracy thing. This is what I'm. This is what I'm saying through a haze of. Um, I actually think I'm going blind. I genuinely think my eyes are getting so bad. It's not because of that. My eyes is my eyes are getting so bad, uh, Catherine. I am. I'm struggling to see the thing. But here's the point. I'm over here. Sorry. Hi. Here's the thing. Up until 9-11, the conspiracy theories were fringy. Yeah. You know, they were on little, silly little podcasts. I didn't really have the internet. But come 9-11, there's a phrase. Come 9-11, that's when I believe they crossed over into the mainstream. And, and we just, the term, the term fake news is, 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 is three years old. But the actual fake news being part of the mainstream, I would suggest, is uh, began on September the 12th, 2001. Mm. Well, as a journalist, we kind of disregarded a lot of that crap. We certainly weren't reporting it. Okay. Whereas now, there are some journalists who report the older fake news. I... Everyone's calling themselves a journalist who isn't necessarily one. Well, also, people on this radio station lie about Brexit. They lie about global warming. They lie. They lie. They lie. Here's the thing I struggle with, and we're really gonna, the vibe's really gonna kick in in a minute, because we, 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 we got a very vibracious caller c- coming on. Here's the thing, so the, the, um, what they called, domestic alliance, what they called, the communication exchange, gay switchboard, the people, the, um, the, the, the extinction rebellion. So they did the things, well, uh, they did the thing, oh, it's such a headache. <laughs> Can you tell? They did the thing today where they sprayed like food dye, mm-hmm. like 2,000 gallons of food dye over a government building and stuff like that. Go carefully because there have been arrests. Okay, no, no, no. Okay. Oh, have there been charges? Not sure yet. There but, we but go. That's what I'm saying, go well, carefully. Well, well they, why don't you look to see if there have been charges? That's not what they said in the news, but I will check now. Well, then yeah. you have a little look then, and, and we will we will wait. If there's been charges, then that's fine. If there haven't been... All right, then forget that. The other Extinction Rebellion stuff, where they get in the way of everything, and they're going to have two weeks starting, I think next week, I'm not sure, maybe it's the week after. And um, the ones they had in London. Uh, I can't... My knee-jerk reaction is, I wish these idiots would stop doing this. That's my knee-jerk reaction, which doesn't count. But then my second... I'm really worried, because my second and third thoughts are... I can't really disagree with, I can't really disagree with them. I can't really disagree with them with what they're doing. Today to one side, everything else, um, I, I agree that we are screwing the planet up. I agree with the scientists, not, you know, uh, old, 
slightly right-wing uh, radio presenters. I agree with the science. I, you, you know, call me stupid. Maybe I should agree with people from the 80s. I agree with science, okay? That's that's it. I'm, I'm dumb. As they might be giant said, science is real. So I agree with the science that we're buggering up the planet. Um, and so if these pro- protesters... Because um, we've had Greenpeace doing stuff, we've had the Green Party doing stuff, to very little, to negligible avail. So I kind of think I'm on the side of the Extinction Rebellion, buggering up London by stopping traffic and whatever it is they're planning in the next couple of weeks. I kind of think I'm on their side. You think it's the right technique rather than going through sort of yeah. the legislators and yeah. stuff? Yeah, I, th- I think I do. Now, I've not been rushing through London trying to get to a chemotherapy appointment, you know. I've not um, been stuck in the back of an ambulance with someone who's dying. I've not been that person, right? So I get it. Um, I've had to go, I've had to make a detour the last protest they did. And luckily enough, on that detour, me and Kath saw a woman doing a poo in the street. So we, we won. We won. I mean, that was a dirty protest. We won. So a woman doing a poo in the street. Incredible time to be alive. Um, but... I think, yeah, like if, if, the, if the planet really is in such bad trouble because of us, then yeah, they should they should protest. And I kind of agree with what they have been doing and what they plan mm-hmm. to do. I think, yeah. I think, I don't, and it's inconvenient and it's a pain in the ass. But protests are meant to be inconvenient. That's why tube strikers. The two drivers go on strike to cause inconvenience. A strike is meant to cause inconvenience so that those in authority are able to then go, okay, well, we need to listen to you. We need to effect a change. There comes a point where asking politely doesn't work. No. No, Yes. Or what I'm saying is you're correct. I don't know if no or yes is the right response. My brain is not functioning. But um, I think I'm on their side. I think I'm on their side. Think I'm on their side. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Um, it's going to be one of those shows tonight, dear listener. Uh, let's uh, let's. These are the adverts. The late night lip service for lovers, loners, and lounge lizards. Yeah, well, where, where exactly is your accent from? The late night alternative with Ian Lee. Oh, I've forgotten your name already. Excuse me. On talk radio. We're compiling a top ten of pains. Number five is arse cramp. Number four is stepping on a Lego. Number three is cat's gusset. Number two is pin stuck in a uh, pill stuck in throat. Number one is knee on a coffee table. Well, I didn't say gusset. I what said did you gut say? Take. But actually, a trapped gusset can be quite painful. Hey, lads. We've all no. I mean, everyone's done it. I don't care whether you're wearing pants, man's pants, or lady pants. Let's ask someone. If you get them trapped where they shouldn't be. It hurts. Let's speak to an expert on gussets. It's Chris. Good evening, Chris. <laughs> I'm not talking about gussets. What, what have you called in for, Chris? And let's keep it brief. Briefs. Okay, I will keep it brief. Uh, you're talking about pants again now, aren't you? Okay, just get to the point of your call. Right. Point. Um, the worst pain you can have is a paper cut. I'll put that at number six. That's a great one. The, the old paper oh, cut. You're paper right. Cut. Oh, yeah. You're right. I've given birth to two children, but a paper cut. Oh, no, oh, no, no. Paper cut is infinitely worse. Totally. <laughs> it's proper. Right. All right. I'm, 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 I'm... Going now. Thanks very much for your call, Chris. Let's go to Pablo. Good evening, Pablo. Hey, Pep, how do you? Yeah, very, very well. What have you got for us tonight? Uh, cl- uh, pain-wise. Yes. Um, the late-night leg cramp. The what? Have you, uh, do you never have a late night uh, leg cramp? 
like you, you'll be asleep and then no. wake up with a horrible leg cramp. No, I've not had that since I was about 12, and I had, they were called growing pains back in the day. Oh, no, well, no, not growing pains. I mean, it, it's possible. I, I may not drink enough water. I'm, I'm not quite sure, but uh, just like in your car. I know what cramp is. A... I know what cramp is. Oh, yeah, right. I know it. I get cramp in my, I'm starting to get cramp in my left hand, which I think is, that's got to be arthritis, uh, how do you say it? Uh, uh, arthritis. 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 That's got to be arthritis, hasn't it? Get, it's like just my left hand just started cramping up the last few months. Okay. Well, well, well a potential pain that I, I was very close to almost getting okay. and I, I escaped. We're discussing potential pains, but well, let's see where this goes. Well, uh, um, it, the other morning I was there uh, getting my son up, uh, he, he woke up early and uh, I went in just in my boxer shorts and got him up and, and whatnot. Uh, but I had his uh, door open um, at a right angle, yeah. so there was a certain point where I bent down to like pick him up yeah. and uh, I felt uh, a ripping kind of sensation and a slight gust of wind what? near my uh my uh, okay if i want a better word yes. and what had happened is that as i bent down i basically uh prostrated my posterior to exactly where you know the the little notch thing that locks the door in and out no the, what do you call that the wedge you know when uh what? you do the door handle the door handle yeah the the, the, yeah, the yeah the bolt yeah, the bolt. You shot your yeah. bolt. Oh, God. <laughs> Essentially, yes. Uh, what, what happened is... You, I had, a, you had the bolt go up your arse. I'm, afraid, well, I'm, yeah. so, I'm sorry, Pablo. We've got arse cramp. We've got arse cramp at number five. That counts as that. Well, no, no, but it, it, this, this was so... It would literally... Okay, can we, can we stop... Could we, could, could we stop talking about your arse? Well, I'd rather we talk more about it. Thank you very much indeed. That's exactly what we don't need. Hey, can let me play a song. Let me play a song. Listen to this, right? Tell me who this is, guys. Tell me who you think this is. Here we go. Have some of this.
and it's recorded live, guys. Oh, it's live. Yes, man. I was there, front row. Me and my sis were there, front row. 50th anniversary of uh, Abbey Road by the Beatles. Uh, my beautiful Abbey Road box set has arrived. My God, it is a work of art. And I shall spend weeks pouring through the wonderful pictures uh, and listening to the bonus stuff. Ah, oh, man, what, what a joy. But that was not the Beatles playing Come Together, the opening track of, uh, uh, of Abbey Road. Is it the opening track? I think it is. Uh, that was not uh, the Beatles. That was uh, the Analogs, who are a Beatles, um, I get a, a tribute band, I guess, who don't dress like the Beatles. They're not, they don't wear the Sergeant Pepper suits or you know all of that stuff. They just go on stage and they recreate the sound of the records exactly. And uh, that was recorded at Abbey Road. And like I say, I was lucky enough to be there. Um, and I'm thrilled to say we've got one of the band on the show now. We've got Felix. Evening, Felix. Good evening. Good evening. How, how the hell are you doing, man? I'm good. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm looking forward to uh, this weekend. Big show coming up. So uh, now this is we're all pretty excited. This is where are you? You're playing. Where are you playing this weekend? Is is it Amsterdam this weekend? Yeah, it's 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 a home gig for us in Amsterdam. But it's actually it, it's quite crazy. It's actually a venue for fifteen thousand people. So. <laughs> It's uh, madness, really. That's when you think about it. <laughs> that's insane, great. So you, you're, you, you're in the Analogs, which is this wonderful band, and the reason we're playing the Abbey Road is because you have a, a live Abbey Road album out. We will give plugs for that in a second. But so you're Good. playing a fifteen thousand seater venue, and yeah. and people, that's, I find that incredible. That must blow your mind, Felix. Yeah, it, it, it's crazy. You know, when when the Analog started out. I think we would have been happy just to do like a, a general club tour, maybe venues from uh, you know five six hundred people if we could fill them. But now we're we're filling you know like two thousand seaters usually. I think the tour we have in Holland starts in December and goes through until May, and all of those shows are they're all sold out. And this is like a this is like a big anniversary show for Abbey Road, and uh, yeah. It, it's, I think it sold out about six months ago. It's, uh, now you're, you're obviously you're huge over there, and we've discussed before when you came on that you were originally from Ireland, and then you've moved over yeah. there, and that's why you've got this delicious mix of the two <laughs> accents. It's wonderful. You keep going one way and then back the other. I love it. Um, so you're a relatively new member of the Analogs, and the band is huge over there, but yeah. comparatively unknown over here, which yeah. I hadn't heard of you until a, 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 a mutual friend kind of said, have you heard of this band of the analogues? And I went, no. He said, oh, go and look them up on YouTube. And I was blown away. And you would think in the, the country that is the home of the Beatles, a band that so skillfully and lovingly recreates the sound of the records of the Beatles, I don't quite understand why you guys aren't huge over here and you aren't playing like the Royal Albert Hall and big venues like that. Have you, ha, has, have the analogues tried to make it over here? Are you planning uh, to try and make it over here? Well, we're, sure, we're, we're planning. We've been to, uh, to the UK a couple of times. We, we play, we played, uh, the Philharmonic in, in London last year. Oh, at, wow. uh, during, during the Beatles week. It was sold out. That was really, really good. We played the Palladium. Uh, I think, uh, just before the summer. Oh, okay. Uh, in London, and that was, uh, really, really good. I think the guys went to Norwich 
of all places. Well, okay, uh, okay. A, a while back before I came to the band, they played there, and the response was really, really good. We've had really good reviews for the shows. We've had uh, for this album, we've had some good reviews as well. So we are planning on uh, on coming to the UK. It's just our logistics at the minute. They're yeah. just, you know trying to find out what's the best days for us to come over mm. what are the best venues or whatever so uh, I, I get it i get it you know you always get when you get an artist on who's in like the states or something hey you should come and play come and play over in england okay well you book us the flights you get the hotel you get a venue for, i know it's a it's it's you know it's it's a big but it, it would be impossible for you guys to get a bad review because it is such like i say me and my sister were lucky enough to to come to abbey road which was just a thrill in itself for me as a huge beatles fan yeah. and then to sit center in the front row and watch you lot just, you know, it was stunning. Come Together, I think I said before, not one of my favourite Beatles songs, right? But seeing you guys do it live, it was breathtaking. And then when the guitars come in for the, the guitar solo, my God, yeah. me and my sister looked at each other and the hairs were stuck. It's magic. How long does it take you guys... To, to get an album, let's say Abbey Road, which is a very technically dense album, how long did it get you to, to prepare Abbey Road to, to, to be ready to play in front of an audience? Uh, I think we, we finished uh, the last gig we did with the, the White Album, because we did the White Album tour before that. We toured the White Album for about a year and a half. Yeah. And then when we came back from London, uh, we basically, we had a couple of weeks, basically just to uh, start digging in. And obviously we're doing a lot of homework because we already know it's coming. So everyone's at home doing the little parts and stuff. And then, yeah, we rehearse for like a couple of weeks and uh, we get all the nitty gritty stuff done and it's basically full on. And then, and then you hope it just sort of like starts to sound <laughs> as close as possible to the album. Yeah. You know, especially, you know, uh, musically, if you want to get really, really good, obviously our voices don't sound like the Beatles at all. But, you know, musically, we try and get it, you know, really spot on. And if we, if that happens, then believe me, yeah. the smile on our faces okay. is just as big as the smile on the face of the audience. Be honest, Felix, is there anybody in the band that hates the Beatles, but just, is just stuck in the trap? They know that it's a great, it's a great band to be in. They can't get a gig elsewhere and they have to churn this stuff out. Uh, the, the honest answer is no. Good. We're all big fans. Good. All really, really big fans. Otherwise, I don't think you'd be able, I don't, if you didn't like the Beatles, you couldn't play in no. the analogs, you know, because it's, it's 24-7 Beatles, you know, the whole time. And it goes to the nitty gritty, like mm. small stuff, yeah. you know. How, how is John singing that? What's he doing there with the hand? What's that little noise in the background? You know, you can just hear it and we're all headphones on listening on, you know, to one ear, one ear, and have a listen. What's that at the back there? What's that noise, you know? Me and my sister so were, were laughing with glee at bits. You can hear a bit in, in Come Together where, the, I think it might even be you, doing some of the off-mic, you know, sort of vocal stuff. And throughout all yeah. the songs, there's just little things that you, you only, like you say, you only notice if you're listening at home with it really loud or with the headphones on. You threw all of that in there, and it was it yeah. was just was. I, I, it was, it was what was funny though. It was at Abbey Road, which is I, I don't know how many people were in the audience. It was a small audience. They, <laughs> I've, I've never met so many Dutch people in in one venue <laughs> in England. This is how loyal your fans are. I mean, obviously it was a very special gig to be done in the studios, but they travelled all of yeah, all traveled. the way to, yeah, to come and see we, you. We put it on. Yeah, we put it on the website, and they had like a little auction for War Child, and people could you know. 
could donate some money, uh, and, you know, and they pick some people out uh, who were who were able to come along. Obviously, it's a it's a dream for us to be at yeah. Abbey Road Studios, let alone play this magical album. But also for the fans to be able to get the chance to get into Abbey Road, it's like one of the one of a lifetime chances to be there, and it was uh, I think it was amazing for everyone. You know? I, I, I'm going to ask you one technical, very geeky question that you may or may not know the answer to, but the microphones that you guys were singing into. Um, are on the stage at Abbey Road. They looked identical to the ones that the Beatles used in the rooftop gig. Yeah. Um, were they this, were they, they weren't the microphone, the actual microphones the Beatles used, but were they? They weren't the actual microphones that the Beatles used, but they were exactly the same wow. type of microphone. Wow. Oh, I mean, yeah, everything goes down to that kind of detail. Incredible. Even the microphone, the drum kit, they're all like these old 60s mics. And yeah. Stuff. We go, yeah, we go as far as we can. Wonderful. We we try and get everything. Obviously, some stuff is quite rare, quite rare, and you can't really find it. So, uh, but uh, we go right down to details. And uh, I have to. It's it's a strange microphone to sing in. They yeah. sound amazing because they're they're tube mics. Right. They have they 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 sound really really good. But we, the other tour we had, we had I think there were Telefunken mics, like also really old ones that the Beatles used as well. Yeah. Concert. They they sound a lot bigger, you know. So that's more like a studio microphone. It's incredible. But they're very very fragile. <laughs> well, this is it. They're, they're they're really thin. And you, I was just looking, thinking, my God, I got, I did have a little, I did have a little Beatles microphone boner when I saw those. I did. I got very excited. The <laughs> album, the album is, and it's out now, and um, it's it's certainly on Amazon. I suspect we can get it from your website as well, which we'll plug in a second. It's the Analogs. It's Abbey Road relived. Uh, and it was recorded yeah. live at Abbey Road Studios, June the thirtieth, twenty nineteen. It is. It is beautiful. It is. Uh, it, it sounds amazing. It's great hearing songs that the Beatles never played live, hearing them in a live environment and the applause and the cheers uh, uh, and all that. One final question, Felix. Did you? I, I don't know if you've heard the Abbey Road box set yet. I, but I it, haven't had a chance oh, to hear it yet. No. I wondered if any members of the band had sat and listened to the outtakes or the sessions and gone, "Oh no, we missed that. We need to put that in <laughs> next time." Oh my God! I'm sure there's something. <laughs> you know, you, you know. Once you've done all the albums, you'll have to do all the box sets. You'll have to do all the, the all the BBC at the, live at the BBC. You'll have to do all of that. <laughs> Felix, what is the um, the website of the uh, the analogs? If people want to go and have a little look and find out more, it's analogs.net. Analogs.net. All right, brilliant. The album is Abbey Road Relived. It is an absolute joy, and, and, and there are very there are more albums. I think once you start falling down the Analogs rabbit hole, you will be blown away by what's going on. Felix, always nice to talk to you, man. Um, uh, um, we, you. Catherine and I are hoping to make it to one of your shows in Holland. Let's just say. Oh, well, it'd be great. Well, we have plans to come over there at some point. And if you ever if you ever come back to the UK, let us know, man, and um, we'll be we in the front do. row. We will do. Nice to talk to you again, All Felix. Right. Take care, man. Bye bye. All right. Thanks very Thank much. Thank you Bye. very much. What a nice guy. And honestly, they're so good. You couldn't come to this. So I took my sister. And it was just amazing. And for a proper, you know, I'm a proper Beatles geek. I'm not the biggest Beatles geek. There were more of them there than me, right? But it was introduced by Mark Lewison, who I think is on the record. We're going to go and see him do a show in a couple of weeks. Um, those microphones, I knew it. I knew those microphones are special. It was amazing. I might play some more of that album later on. Thank you so much, Felix. Uh, Julie, Sean, stay there. We'll come to you in a bit. 0344-499-1000. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. After hours amusement for anarchists, air hostesses, and jet lag antipodeans. Goodbye, Cobras. Can I crash on your floor? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 
low-key, laid-back show tonight. I've got a terrible headache. I feel very psychedelic, man. You right, Boily? Yeah. A bit tired? You look a bit tired. bit weary. Busy day? Yeah. What did you do? Did you do? Did you actually do anything? Just lots of little missions. Missions. <laughs> you know, little missions that just tie, take up like time. Like killing people? No, I had to wait in for a delivery <sighs> man and... And, and stay awake for the, I, you know, take my. You can't do anything when you when you're waiting for a delivery man. You can't have a doze in case you miss him. You've no, got to be I downstairs in case you miss him. Can't have a shower in case you miss him. Mm-hmm. You've got to wait in for these people and be alert. Yeah, exactly. Um, I can't remember taking my daughter to school this morning, but I definitely did. I don't think I. I don't think I was properly awake. Okay. Oh, I just spent the whole day catching up with myself. Life. Mm. Life. Then I had a coffee too, too close to the show and now I'm a little bit windy pops. It's a life. They can't all be, they can't all be gold, guys. Let's go to Julie. Good evening, Julie. Good evening. Good evening. Missions. What do you mean, missions? <laughs> so you can sound like a, either, either a spy or a devout Christian. I had to go to the post office, Julie. It was a mission. I know, I do know, but the one that was staying awake, I mean, that is a mission, so yeah, I completely understand. Are you on speakerphone, Julie? No, but I've got a new phone. Uh-oh. It sounds... Does it sound good or terrible? Terrible. Should we tell it... No, let's try and be positive. It sounds different. It sounds great. Um... <laughs> Jesus. It's unusual. Oh, no, uh, see, normally I put earphones on, and I thought... No, I'm going to try this new phone, and it's not on speakerphone at all. Here's the oh, thing. It sounds better. Phone, speak, uh, uh, oh, I was lying down. It might have been that. Phones uh-huh. are rubbish. Instead of it being smothered by, by your breasts, where uh, <laughs> blocking the voice getting through. But phones are rubbish. Like, start putting, like, 5G and all. Just, just make it so it can do a decent phone call. That's it. That's exactly. all we want. I don't want three lenses on the back of my... I just want it so it makes a decent phone call. That's all I'd like. It's not too much to ask for, it's is it? It's not too much. What can we do for you tonight, please, um, Julie? Well, I'm phoning up about pains. So, I'm currently in a lot of pain because I've got a uh, ruptured disc, oh, a no. herniated disc in my lower back. But that doesn't compare at all to the pain of stubbing your little toe. Oof. Um, okay, I'm going to put something toe down. Usually on the door yep. or on those little, you know, on your, on your bed, you've got those little tiny hidden... <laughs> Hidden balls for hidden wheels on your bed. Yep. It's usually on that or the door, and I'm putting yeah. in stubbed toe as um, a pain. Uh, another toe-related one. Toe or finger, when you catch a hangnail. Oh, you ever pulled a sock over a hangnail on the old toe? That is an absolute killer. Is it? Yeah. Wait, your phone is absolute pony! <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye! That was, that descended into a terrible... Tell me what it was, it was an outrage. ...audio quality. Yeah. Didn't it? Yeah. So, well, let's just check. Did you lie back down again? Right, I'm, I'm sitting up now. <gasps> oh, 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 goodbye. We'll have no casual phone calls Goodbye. Here. Goodbye. She knew. Self straight when you're talking to me. You, she knew that the lying down was bad, so she went back down all smothered by her breasts again. Persisted. I hope, let's hope Sean is not being smothered by breasts. Good evening, Sean. <laughs> he wishes no, he was, dirty boy. Oh, yeah. I've been drinking, I've got to be honest. I don't want to talk to you, Ian. I want to talk to Catherine. That's fine. Away you go. Catherine. Yeah. Catherine. Yeah. Catherine. Catherine. What? I've been drinking, Catherine. What for? 
It's Thursday Be night. Honest. Be honest, Catherine. Even when you're at home, you don't even pick up your phone and take my call. You'll see you on the street. You just you stare at your feet. You won't talk at all. Only you would see me one more time, Catherine. Maybe same day you'll find me. You, you really love me, Catherine. You really could. You could really need me. Maybe. You, I don't know. You could change your mind. But he's, he's cut himself off. New phone. Who dis? <laughs> I mean, you can see why I finished with him now, can't you? I can, actually. Uh, drunk, drunk old lush. Uh, what have you got, Boyley? Uh, okay, have this. We'll have some more answer phone messages in, in, in a moment as well, guys. A mum has revealed the moment her daughter left her covered in poo after an accident on the playground. Do you want that one? Um, no. Okay, no, I'll have that. Go on. I, I'm intrigued because I've, I've been covered in poo because of my kids, but uh-huh. I'm assuming this is slightly different. The 33-year-old thought she just wet herself. Just wet herself. The 33-year-old, so the mum had wet herself. She thought she had, yeah. The mum had thought she'd wet herself. Oh, hang on a second. No, I've missed that sentence. Brittany Berry took two of her kids to the park and her daughter Sadie had a little accident. Okay. The 33-year-old thought she, I'm guessing the kid, had just wet herself but was left horrified when she realised it was a number two. But things started to get worse for the mother of three when she realised she only had four baby wipes to clean her up. In her brutally honest Facebook post, which has gone viral... Viral. Brittany told how little Sadie then ran off while she was cleaning her up. To her horror, she went down the slide, completely naked, leaving it covered in poo. Uh, Brittany also mum to Layla and Ariona. Then what? To, yeah. Ariola? No, Ariona. Okay. Then had to dash home to get more wipes so she could clean the slide. Yeah, of course she did. But she couldn't rest, uh, reach the messy section in the middle. Armed with a wipe, she decided to go down the slide herself so she could wipe away the last of the poo. As if things weren't bad enough, she then ended up getting covered in it. And then, to her horror, another family had arrived at the previously deserted park and witnessed her flawed clean-up mission. Well, here's the thing, guys. If there was no one else there, you just scarper. You just scarper. And if you see anybody coming towards you, you go, someone's done something horrible on that side. You really wouldn't want to go there if I were you. I know. Do you believe she went back and wiped it off? What an amateur. I know. What an absolute amateur. told you about the time my dad took my youngest to to the bookshop. Tell us again. He used to do it quite often. He used to go for, they have to look at the books and then they'd go for a coffee and a bun. Yeah. She'd have the bun, he'd have the coffee. No one buys books in the bookshop. You go and look at the books and if you like something, get it on Amazon. (laughs) Sorry Lance, that's just the way it goes. (laughs) He used to treat her sometimes. Anyway, so she's in the children's section uh, and all of a sudden he realises that um, yeah, she's uh, wet herself. (laughs) So he did the decent thing. Uh, put the book back that she was reading, um, got hold of her hand, walked towards the front of the shop, and legged it out of the shop with her squelching in her shoes. Beautiful. That's what you do. <laughs> that is the job of bookkeepers and parkies to clean that up. To this day, my daughter thinks that there's a picture of her behind the counter in Waterstones and Milton Keynes <laughs> with uh, the title The Wet Bandits. <laughs> <laughs> Wet Bandits. <laughs> Wet bandits. <laughs> he took it. He said, "I took her straight to Marks and Sparks to get some clean pants and socks." Yeah. And he uh, he asked the lady for them, and she said, uh, "No, what kind would you like?" He was like, w- w- "Just just some that fit. Just <laughs> some that fit." <laughs> Let us oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. By the way, let's go to Mike. Good evening, Mike. No, quick. Can you hear me? All right. You can hear you. Fi- well, are you on speakerphone? No, not. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we can hear you. Oh, good. I was wondering if I could be the um, weekly RuPaul. You're on, sp- you're on speak. You're on speakerphone. 
Wait, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll take it off immediately. I was trying. I've got a mic. He said he wasn't on speakerphone. These people are sent to trials. He said he wasn't on speakerphone. And then he said, he said, oh, sorry, I, it's gone. Oh, no, he's still there, actually. I thought I'd cut him off, but I, I hadn't. So well, you, you, you got you got, you got got lucky there that my um, fingers aren't working properly today. Otherwise, you'd have been cut off. Apologies. I wouldn't I wouldn't go. I, I know the rules on speakerphones. I thought I'd plug in mic. And now you want to be considered to be a correspondent for something? This is not, uh, this is not going well. Especially for RuPaul's Drag Race, where one yeah. of the main rules is that you don't F it up. But you get chances on RuPaul's Drag Race. That's the ethos of the show. Mm, Ooh, only so has many. He, has he got you there on a technicality? No. I've, I've made notes. <laughs> Go on then. Notes ain't facts, but carry on. Notes are what, sorry? Ain't facts. Well, all I've right. Got, I've got well, some music. This is the music we're going to play. Let's let's hear some notes uh, on RuPaul's Drag Race. Can't we have a RuPaul song? That'd be more fitting. No, just crack on. Why is he being so bossy? Right, this is the thing I learned as a, as a reporter. No one cares what your name is apart from your mother, and no one cares about your background music apart from you. Crack on. Here we go. Okay, the first thing is, being a big fan of the US edition, this is a literal carbon copy of it. It is exactly the same in almost every detail, apart from the prize. But it was a good prize, this one. So first of all, um, the Queens. Um, the first one was Bag of Chips. Now, she's quite loud, and it's going to draw quite a lot of attention to herself early on. She's all right. And I'm a bit nervous now doing this. And the winner's going to be Sue Tim Wang. Okay, I'll tell you what we do. I'll tell you what we do. So who do you think the winner's going to be, Sue Tim Wang? Yes. I'll tell you what we'll do. It's something Wang, isn't it? No, I thought he was quite good. Here's what we're going to do. <laughs> Here's what we're going to do. We're going to wait until the end of the series... If Su Ting Wang... Something Wang, that's the point of the name. If Su Ting Wang wins, mm. then Mike can be the correspondent. If she doesn't win, then he's not the correspondent. Does that sound fair to you, Mike? I will ring up... Great, we'll speak to you at the end of the series, and um, if she wins, you're the correspondent. Simple as. In the meantime, we need a correspondent to... Why are we doing the bloody apprentice? Uh, 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 We're not. We're not. They're manipulating you while you're, while you're heavily medicated. You said no. Have you got any more of those pills? Yeah. I want ten of them. No, I haven't got ten. I will take whatever you've got. Will you now? Yeah, I will, actually. I'm concerned. I've got pills. I'm teasing. I've, got, I've always got pills. I've got a stash of pills. I've got big old pills. Pillbox. Shut up. Don't <laughs> <laughs> just shut up. You're so weird. Why are you being weird? <laughs> I'm just sat here saying I've got a pillbox. You haven't. Might have. You haven't. What is a pillbox hat? It's, you know, mem- do you remember Jackie Onassis? No, I don't remember Jackie her. Kennedy. No, I don't remember her. You don't, you don't remember seeing pictures of her? Well, I mean, I, I'm aware that, that um, when her husband was shot, she... She used to wear to hats a little... Head on. Oh, God. But she did. She tried to hold the brain in. Yeah, I know. Well, she was wearing... She a, did. She was wearing a pink and black suit, remember, and she was if, wearing... If I... If, 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 um, if, I, if she knew he'd been such a dog... I, I think she did know. Well, then what was she trying to hold it... So you're saying she... Sh- you're saying she shot... Hang on, are you saying Jack... Jacqueline Kennedy. Bouvier Jackie Kennedy. Kennedy Jacqueline mm. Onassis. Shot Wasn't John F. Kennedy? No. This is insane. No, I'm not saying that. That's an incredible story that you've brought there. Where's your evidence? Anyway, she used to wear a hat that looked like a cake tin. That. Why don't you call it a cakey hat? Okay. 
Okay. Okay. What we're going to do is we're going to take a little break. This is for the news. Uh, and at the end of the news, um, what's his name? Brian Gumlake. What's his name? Quimby. Mm-hmm. Didn't he say his name was Quagmire? Stephen Quagmire. Because you said no one should have a name like that in news. You did, didn't you? He can't hear us. It's pre-recorded. He's a robot. Sometimes, if you listen carefully, sometimes the pre-recorded news has mistakes in where they forget to take them out. They leave it out. What's his his name? name? Johnny Malarkey or something. Johnny, oh, Johnny Malarkey. That was it. Rob. Johnny Rob. Johnny Rob. Sorry. Uh, Johnny Rob Malarkey. Yeah. Um, All that Malarkey. There we go. It's, It's time for All That Malarkey with Johnny. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Three four 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 nine nine one thousand. You watch, you watch. Tomorrow, England is going to be full of Scottish people slapping their kids. It's good. They're all going to come here and do it. Anyone, I, I could say, how could anyone? I can see all the tweets and texts that the other shows on this station get. Yeah, you know. <laughs> 
I can see everybody who wants to smack children. I mean, we all think we to smack children. Yeah. Okay. Of course, we should. Of smacking children should be assaulting children should be illegal. I don't. I, it, it seems really, really obvious to me. Ever smacked your kids? Kath? No. Never smacked mine. Are your kids? Are they going around stabbing each other? No. No. Although. <laughs> Let me find, let me find the text I saw earlier. Hang on, hang on. I heard, um, an, an expert, quote-unquote, uh, talking to Eamon Holmes earlier today. Yeah. It was a guy from Spiked. Okay. Saying that, uh, I, don't it was know what, I don't know what Spiked is. I think is. it's an online magazine, I'm not sure. Okay. Um, saying that it's an expression of love, smacking your children, setting them straight, and a slap. Okay. I prefer a low tone and threats. Yeah. This is what works for me. You don't do that. You carry on. I can't find it, but there was a message earlier saying, I bet none of the kids who go around stabbing each other uh, were smacked as kids. Well, that is rubbish. I, I, could, I was smacked as a kid, right? And uh, I, I, was, I, I was smacked as a kid. Never did me any harm. Well, hang on. I turned out to be um, a divorced drug addict. Not saying that was the cause for it, but... There, there has been some harm in my life was the smacking part of it. I don't know. And most people that say, well, smacking never do me any harm. Look at the state of you, you idiots. My mum. I'm cleverer than you. That's why I don't smack my kids, because I'm clever. I'm smart. I don't get, raise my hand and they go, oh, God. I talk to them. I discuss things. And if they don't, you know, I, I educate them and I punish them with other ways. My mum used to slap me now and again. And she regretted it every time. Yep. She would come up and say that she regretted it every time. And she's spoken to me since as an adult. And she said that one time she really did go to town on me. I know I can't remember that. She said, but I, she knew she'd lost her temper. She knew she'd lost her temper. Yeah. I don't want to do that to my no. children. No, 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 no. If you, if you want to phone up, here's the thing. We won't have, the people listening to this show are, for the most part, intelligent um, well-rounded people, uh, so b there won't be anyone going, oh, me, uh, but I've met my kids and I'm, I'm all right. See, if you smack your kids, you're thick. I once had an argument with Philip Schofield about it. He used to smack his kids. Mm. Thicko. It's old-fashioned. Thick Phil, I call him, because it's, it's, you don't need to do it. And then so goes, well, ah, well, what if they were about to run in front of a car? You should be holding your hands. And, uh, they run in front of the car, and they said, right, well, if they'd run in front of a car, uh, they'd be shitting themselves anyway. I, I would, I, I, I would happily shout at them to stop them running. I would have a strong word with them about the effects and all of that. I would judge the situation. I'm not gonna hit them. Idiots. Also, also, yes. you lose the argument if you hit a kid, <clears throat> because mm -hmm. then they hit their sister or yeah, brother or yeah. kid in the street, kid at school, and you can't say to them, don't hit somebody. Well, you hit me. When my daughter I, hits the other one, I always say, now, why did you hit your sister? She annoyed me. You're annoying me. I don't hit you. Why not? My mum bit me once. Because yeah. I bit the cat and threw the cat down the stairs. And then I bit my sister and so she bit me. And yeah, right, I never bit again. But it, uh, 40 years later, I'm still talking about the day my mum bit me and thinking, that was weird, man. Mm. That was that was a weird thing to do. I tell you who who hits, uh, who the, the type of person that probably enjoys hitting their kids is the type of people, and we get them occasionally, who phone me up and say they want to beat me up because they don't like my my views on yeah. things. That's 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 what happens, guys. So no, well done, Scotland. Let's bring it into uh, the rest of the United Kingdom, please. Makes absolute perfect sense. Of course, we should not physically assault children. Makes sense to me. Let's go to Lee. Good evening, Lee. Oh. You, you, you've got me coming up to a place where there's a dead spot on the phone. What, Catherine, 
lovely to be on your show, darling. Hello, Ian. All right, mate. Um, about... I'm the one that controls the faders. So... Are you real? <laughs> I'm the one that controls the faders, so I don't know. Well, we'll give him another go. It's, it's been a long day. I, I, let's give him another go. Go on, Lee. It's the second chance. Away you go. Well, what? Have I done something wrong? Apart from being a prick. No. Go on. What you got? Oh, Ian, don't say that, mate. Lee, what I was... love you. Don't call me a prick, for okay. God's sake. <laughs> All right. Sorry, Dad. What would you Have like... Friend, sort him out. What would you like to... What would you like to say, Lee? No, I would, you, at the beginning of the show, you were talking about pain. Remember? Pain. Yes. Remember? I, I, I remember, yes. Catherine, stop taking the pitch. I stop love giving, you. Stop, stop giving me material then. Crack Get on. to your point, please. Well, I'm trying to crack on, but you're buying in, Cap. Let, No, 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 no. Okay. I'm not buying in. I'm in charge. All right. Continue. Oh, okay. Alright, alright, alright. Oh, I remember, I remember, alright. I remember. Oh, it's taking the mic out. No! It's waiting for oh. you to get on with what you're saying, you absolute muppet. What do you want? Are you are racist, Ian, taking the mic out of my language. Anyway, that is pain. Yes. Right. I, I knew nothing about pain yeah. apart from banging me toe. Uh, in me funny bone. Then 14 years ago, yes. we got a little step down to our toilet at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go on. No, so, I, I don't even know why that was funny. Anyway. A little step down to your toilet. No, listen. Like, <laughs> you're laughing. I never fell down it. No. My wife did. Okay. Oh, dear. Right? And as she stepped down, you know, sometimes, yes, like, yes. you go on the edge of your foot and you sort of go to the side. She yes. broke her ankle. Oh. It was bent all out of shape. Unlucky. So I'd done the right thing, you know, as, as the husband. Yes. I just run around the kitchen with my hands in the air because I c I, I just could, like, looking at her thought. It was horrible. I didn't know what to do. Yeah. But yeah. anyway. Bag of, bag of peas. Fourteen years later. No, no, mate. Oh. Bag of peas. Fourteen years later. Yeah. She, she lost her job in the bank. She, she used to work in the bank. And she, yep. Everything was unky-dory. So they put her in plaster, all that. Six weeks later, the plaster come off, and yeah. generally you think everything's going to be all right. But it wasn't. And it took, like, a year or so for someone to give her, like, a diagnosis. I'll tell you what the most painful thing is, listening to this phone call. What is the way I'm living this in real time? You're... Ian, what? I like, I like you, but you're, you're an asshole. You are, you, you, can I talk to Catherine and maybe she won't be so rude? I will turn my, I'm turning my back on you and I'm not listening. Catherine, tell me when he's finished. It'd be about an hour. Proceed, Lee, come on. Let's hear it. Anyway, all, all right then, all right then, because I do go on a bit. I know that because my wife tells me. Anyway, 
Have you heard of the McGill Pain Scale? He's talking to you because he's not talking. He won't talk to me anymore. Tell me. To talk to me. I, I, tell me about it. A petty I, man. I, I got struck off, so no. I, I, I what do you mean, tell you about? I just told you, Catherine. Have hey, you hey, heard? Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> don't, don't, don't be shouting at me, mate. No. I, Let's all I, calm down. It's, um, it's the craze versus, what are you like, Peaky Blinders? Come from around your way, isn't it, Kath? Mm -hmm. It's the craze versus the Peaky Blinders. Away not, we go. I'm not from Birmingham. Well, what is, the, what is it from Manchester then? What's the Manchester equivalent? Bez. It's the craze versus. It's the craze versus the Happy Mondays. Hang on a minute. It's the craze versus the Happy Mondays. It's the craze versus Joy Division. What is the the gangster equivalent? He doesn't sound like the craze. He sounds like Charlie Slater. Okay, all right. You're yeah. telling me I'm. Uh, uh, you're telling me I'm going. How about him? Who's got his back turned to me? We have to go on. We'll get paid to talk for three hours anyway. I asked you to, I asked you to tell me about the McGill scale and you took Umbridge. Now, deep breath. I thought you said Umbridge, you said Umbridge, not Uxbridge. Yeah, right? uh, That's uh, a word. listen, I'm a black cab driver. I thought she said Uxbridge. I don't know what okay. Umbridge means, but okay. anyway. Offence. You won't cross it, go on the other side of the river. Right, right. I'm, I've just got home, so I'm going to... I'm going to reduce my volume. Reduce your volume. Oh. You don't want to wake your wife. Okay, so her foot still hurts. Why don't you go, no, and, I, go into your I, luxury I, hot tub in your back garden? No, listen, Catherine, have you heard of the uh, McGill? No, thing? again. Right, look here, I'm on a computer. <laughs> I ain't looking it up. If you know what it is, you tell me. used to live on John Ruskin Street. So don't give me this South London nonsense. Oh, you... Oh... Hilling, you know Hillingdon Street, then it goes round... You know Hillingdon Street, then it goes round to John Ruskin Street. That's where my nan used to live and where we can't have a bit. Very What's common. Yeah, 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 very yeah. common. Very proud. Very proud of it. Very common. So, yeah, he's, he's having a go at me for being common. <sighs> anyway. The pain scale. Right. So, zero is no pain. No, then it goes up to number ten, which is a sprain. Number twenty, toothache. Yeah. You've had, you, you had toothache, Kathy. Yeah. Top toothache. Number thirty, this phone call. <laughs> You're on the Joanna now. Come on. 
on, you can't resist. To me, and he's on the poxy piano. Because I'm a Londoner, and I think of her wherever I run. Come on, everybody! I get a finely feeling inside of me. It's number five on this crappy scale. I'm singing so loud, I woke the missus up, and my brothers are in jail. On, so, number 20, he's still done. <laughs> number 20, it goes after shingles, nerve pain, and arthritis. That's number 20. Arth- arthritis. I know him. Now. Now. Nah. Nah. Listen. I You're am. spending too long with him. 20 minutes on You never uncle. used to be like this, Catherine. I've always been like this. Mm. Not, not as bad. Yeah. You're getting worse. Uh, no. Yeah, so you are, are you telling us the most... the highest your age. Are your age, Catherine. Are you telling us that the highest mm. pain is the pain that your wife may have felt being married to you for so long? Is that what we're getting to? N- not really. Okay. She didn't fall down that step. She threw herself. Hey, Lee! Oh, maybe it's because I'm a Londoner. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's because I'm a Londoner that I think of wherever I go. I get a funny feeling inside of me. Maybe it's because I'm a Londoner that I love London Maybe it's because he's a Londoner. That he won't shut bloody up. Maybe it's because he's a Londoner that he's getting on all about it. He phoned up 20 minutes ago to tell us about her indoors. The thing is, he's never been married because he's a bloody bore. Anyway. Um, number 30. <laughs> number 30 is fibromyalgia. <laughs> and I can't read the other bit. I'm surprised you read that much. But some of it is chronic back pain and phantom limb pain. Phantom limb pain. Right. Yes. That, that's 30. That's 30. Okay. We're going up to 50. Oh, All right, relax. I'll try and get quicker. <laughs> oh, this is your annoy, Catherine. Oh, my God. Guess what's number 40? Childbirth. Okay. Yeah? Yeah. Do you hear that, Catherine? Yeah, but I had very pointy children. You find a bit where it says the kids are pointy. <laughs> Honestly, one of them had a fist to her what? face. It's like giving birth to the thinker. What is the point of this? Can we just jump to number 50? And was it your missus that felt the pain? Listen, number 40 is childbirth. And 42 is CRPS, chronic regional pain syndrome. I'm feeling it right now. That's what she's got. Right. 
and, and at number 50, <laughs> it's banging your <laughs> knee on a coffee table. No, no, do you, do you know what number 50 is? Is it a paper cut? Wrong. Standing on a Lego. Is it a kick in the, uh, in the Jacobs? Ringing Ian Lee. I kind of love him. What a waste Can we keep him? No, we cannot. What was that? This is all radio. Tales of mystery and imagination on the radio show that does things differently. Dolly Parton, I listen to a record of The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I'm a nutjob, but not that kind of nutjob. On talk radio. Honest to God, it's the new Breaking Bad. Oh no! Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Peace reigns. He's calling me common. <laughs> Jake, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you want to tell him? You tell him, please. Yeah, Jake, you can't drop the F-bomb. Okay, that's your yellow card. Kathy. Kathy? Yeah. W- w- withdraw, yeah? First of all, right. I've got... Right, three... <laughs> Where's this going? Mm. Jake, your fade is down. No one can hear you. Um, going to give you one more chance, right? You can't drop an F-bomb on the air... You cannot speak to the co-host of the show like that anytime, okay? Whatever. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for your time, Jake. Really nice, uh, really nice speaking to you. Um, 0344. You, do you want to try again? Do you want to be polite, young man? Yeah, I'll be polite. Would you like to apologise to Catherine? I haven't said anything untoward towards her. Would you like to apologise for the F-bomb? To who? Thanks very much for your call, Jake. Goodbye, mate. Goodbye. <laughs> you seem nice. He's <laughs> been waiting about 30 minutes for that. <laughs> Here's the thing, right? I barely tolerate Kath. Call me Kathy. No. I'm going to get my back up. No, no, no. Calling me Kathy and telling me to pipe down. Not going to work. Just, just manners, guys. Here's the thing. She ain't here just to make the tea. She does make tea. She ain't here just to make the tea. She's not here to... She's the, she's the co-host, right? We, this, we host this show together. She also produces the show as well, so she does a lot more work than me. You know the podcast you get? She does that. Ain't me, right? So it's not like she's here, we're doing her a favour. It's not like she's won a competition to be, be here. The competition she's won is like 20 years, 25 years really hard work to be co-hosting a national late-night radio show. So don't phone up and speak to her or me yeah. or Sam or anybody on this team like that. Ever. Jake, if you want to phone up and apologise, uh, and you want to do it with good grace and good humility, I will certainly listen to it. It's up to Catherine whether she decides to or not. I can't speak for her. But I would certainly consider your apology. But don't any, anyone phone up like and speak to you like that, or me, or Sam like that. No. And by the way, people are rude to Sam. Sam's the young man that answers the phones, right? Guess what? He tells us. He's not grassing. He tells us. Right? Because I've asked him to tell us if people are rude to him. But some people are very, very dismissive to him. Um... All right, he's calling back in. We've got a full delay. All right, let's see how this goes, Catherine. Are you okay to speak to him again? Yeah, as long as you don't sure? give me any old lip. Okay, Jake. Yeah, hi, 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 Ian. Three, uh, and hi, Cathy. I'm oh, sorry if I... Stop calling me Cathy. Is it, what's your name, Catherine? Yeah. Catherine of Aragon, okay. Right. Let's move forward. No, right. Well, I'm not ready so, to move forward. Uh, why? Because you sound like a bit of a... Nob, what's the matter? Why are you coming on Did all attitude? Why are you coming on full I've of got, attitude? I've got, I've got one. It's not very big, but it works. 
I doubt it's that. Functional. Listen, um, why? What's with no, the attitude? No, uh, no. Excuse me. What's with, excuse me. What's with the attitude? And why are we now? Why are we discussing your um, <laughs> fertility? Because I've got, I've got three. I've got three whys. Why did you give that? I know, I know. So full of fury. Fascinated. Yeah. Not fascinated enough to listen to his points, but fascinated why he's so angry. Yeah. And it's directed at me. It's directed at women. You, you're a woman. Yeah. We got the test results back, guys, and turns out I was wrong. I owe you an apology. She is a lady. Um, anger directed at you. Uh, uh, fascinating. I could do the rest of the show just fading yeah. this guy in and out. This is the other thing. When people come on and they think they can divide and conquer. You know we're like really good mates and stuff. We've worked together for about six, seven years. You know that, right? We're really good mates. And our kids play with each other and stuff. You know that. So, it's, I mean... Go on. I'm from the 90s. Missed all of that, Jake. I'm like... I'm like, I'm like a Terry Christian. Okay. No, Terry Christian has <laughs> redeeming qualities. Jake, what... what you, you are Terry Christian with black hair. What, what are you shouting for? Because... What, why I are you so... Jake, Jake, why are you so... Why are you so angry, man? What's, what's the anger about? I'm not, though. I'm not. I'm just animated. Are you, are you on drugs? Can I ask that? Are you on cocaine? There's a cokey vibe coming here. Are you on... No, you are already on drugs. Sorry, Ian. Sorry. I'm on Neurofen. I was going to ask if you are. I'm on Neurofen. I was going to ask you. No, I was going to ask if you're on drugs. And I haven't had I, I haven't had a Class A drug since March the twenty seventh, twenty eighteen. So you say? No, I have no reason to lie about it. Well, I have no reason to believe you. Okay, are you on drugs? Because there's a very dark vibe that generally only comes from cocaine that I'm getting from you. Cocaine. Mm. I don't understand. You don't understand. You don't understand the word cocaine. Wow. Okay, that's the best you got. I don't understand so, why you. I don't understand why you brought it up. Because I'm it must you, be something that's prevalent and pertinent in your life. No, because I'm getting a very dark. I told you, Jake, but you're not listening. Because well, it's part of your life. Very, well, it, well, it's, it's, it's part of you. It's who you are. You're a cocaine addict. I'm not a cocaine. I'm a drug addict. I would take any drug. That was put in front You're of me. a cocaine addict. That's why you brought up cocaine. I was a I was a drug addict. I am a drug addict. I you would take brought anything. up cocaine because you have a cocaine <laughs> addiction. I'm a. Uh, uh, if you Stop want to... bringing up cocaine. I, I do not do cocaine. I think you do. Stop cocaine. bringing up cocaine. Stop I saying, don't. Stop saying cocaine. You said, co you said cocaine more than I have. Because you brought it up first. Well, why you, well, just let it go then. Just your let the initial assumption. Just let the, I, it wasn't an assumption, it was a question. Didn't assume anything. It I never assume an anything. I questioned it was a, things. That preceded a question. Jake, you're not as clever as you, you think. You are a man. bad man. You are a bad man. <laughs> and I shall stop you. Oh. <laughs> what did he say? I shall stop you. You will not stop me. I am here. I will stop you, Jake, because you're not here anymore. Um, <laughs> what was that? Stopped you. Let's go to Michael. Good evening, Michael. Hello, Michael. Hello, yes, Ian. Hello, hi. Hello. 
Yeah, just wondering. Um, I understand you. Have is, a there, is there like it's like like a new drama school started or something, and they've all been set the assignment. Right, here's what you have to do: you have to create a character, and you have to go on a national phone-in show and really live that character. I want you to to record it and bring it in, and we will listen <laughs> to them next Monday. And uh, the best one uh, will get an A plus. Is that what's going on, Michael? Okay. <laughs> what? Further oh, callers from last night. What would you like to say, Michael? I'm just wondering that you, I understand you have a, a video game convention coming up. Yes, sir. Yes, including my friend Zyfo. Okay, I don't know who's going to be there, but um, I will be in Blackpool on October. I think it's the twelfth and the thirteenth. Twelfth to the thirteenth. Okay, then, mate. Thank you very much. And scene. <laughs> I, I, uh, uh, oh. I speechless. <laughs> Can we get the clip of him shouting just once? You are a cocaine addict. Can we have that? Because I can find a use for that. I'll play that. That'll be my ringtone. Just a reminder. Switchboard's empty. Ah, jeez. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. Moonlit musings from mums, madams, and meat packers. Oh, never mind. I must have misheard. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. The station's brilliant. On Talk Radio. Speaks of people suggesting that some of that, some or one or none or all of those callers may have been Alex Lowe. Definitely wasn't Alex Lowe. No. I guarantee you that. I can guarantee you that. Let me just, while I'm sorting out the phones, I'm going to go to line two. Good evening, line two. You're on the wireless. Oh, good evening, Ian. Um, good evening, class. Good evening, Hello. Um, quick question. If I move, do I have to give up the nickname? I didn't listen to what you were saying. What if he think? moves, does he have to give up the nickname? Um, well, what nickname? Gafford, Gary from Catford. Is that where it comes from? Because I'm no longer. Gave it to me, yeah. No, I thought your name was. I, I thought your name was Gafford. Yeah. No, 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 no. Not on my birth certificate. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, you check your name. Will be. Where are you moving to? Well, it, not, I don't want to reveal that if it's in Kent somewhere, but. If I so move, Gent, you'll, be Gent, so you'll be Gary I'm from Kent, or as I would, would call it, Gafford. It's all right then, because I'm signing the contract. Thanks very much. Thank you very much indeed. Moving to Kent, lock up your daughters. Not saying he's a sexual deviant. Don't mean it like that. Just a thing people say. I'm sure it would be lovely. Um, let's try Nick. Good evening, Nick. <clears throat> Hi, Ian. Hi, Kath. Hi, Nick. Hi, it's me again. Um, Nick. I just, I just, I, Lee, uh, Lee, I, I, um, sorry, <laughs> not, no, Ian, sorry. I'd like you to admit that Little Tobo was a TV series. Troll. It was originally a film in 1963. Troll. It was an Indian, Troll. And then from 1979 Troll. to 1975. No, the dog's name was called London yeah. in real life. And I, in real life, I'm in London right yeah. now. You're telling me I'm having it off with a dog? Oh, that is libel. That is libelous to suggest I, have, I sex up dogs. And, and the series ran from 1979 to 1985. Okay, tell me what happened in it. 
Oh, it was a dog who used to go round and help people. There we go. This is when it gets... This is when it help with problems. Thank you. This is when it starts to fall apart. Listen to what you're saying. A dog would go around and help people? So he was a guide dog, right? Even though he was a German Shepherd. Right. And I grew up with... Our family had German Shepherds, so I remember... And did your German Shepherds go around helping people? No, because they can't. They're dogs, mate. <laughs> you know it was a TV series. This is like the Flat Earthers. Up. The Flat you Earthers. I, I put up a better argument than this, Nick. Sorry, mate. Um, <laughs> but I will not I will not admit the unadmittable. It's true. Just look online. You'll find it. Uh, mate, you can look online you, and you can see you, all kinds of things. That Elvis is alive and is um, uh, making love to shop. snowmen. He's in a chip shop. Thank you very go. much indeed, Nick. Absolute yeah. flim flam. There we go. Jake's calling in again. Good luck. Good oh, luck with that, Jake, because we're uh, all ignoring your call. But thank you so much for for it. I really appreciate your time. Sam's on. Sam's on fire tonight. Sam is on fire tonight. Love it. If if we could have had a conversation with Jake, I would have heard him out. But um, just so cross. Mm-hmm. 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 What's the song I'm Yeah, I'll have that after midnight. It's a good song, that Zambezi. Let's educate, let's educate the uh, the listeners um, with some music. Let's do some answer phone messages. I think I was wondering where to go. We've still got some answer phone messages for when I gave out my home phone number the other day. The phones finally, after being here. April, May, June, July, August, September, October. Seven months. Sam, of all people, no disrespects, but you and I have told the bosses what's wrong with the phones. Yeah. Turns out that mas- message has not got through. To the, 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 There was a vague understanding of something that was wrong with the phones, but not the specifics. Sam has has finally made progress in getting the people who need to know, getting them aware of exactly what the problem is. And they went... All oh, right, no one's told us. So we we think the problem is so it's an O three it was O three four four number, and we now think that the problem with the phones is not the phone box system that we use here or the wires or anything. It's the company that owns the O three four four number. They've ballsed it up. We think we think it's taken Sam, who is a very busy young man doing all kinds of stuff on other shows, doesn't just work on this show. It's taken him pushing to get that acknowledged none of my emails my threats to leave my friendly emails my angry emails my messages to my agent none of that has had any effect whatsoever it's poor old sam booting someone up the jacksey um the switchboard is empty jake you're queued up ready to come on but trust me buddy you ain't coming on so stay there as long as you want it's your he's tweeting now we've not called you back you're you're paying for the call which is great um i suggest you hang up and save a few quid oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. He's put the phone down. Well done, son. You got the idea. This is Talk Radio. Experience the unconventional. Evening, boss. The unpredictable. What's and the completely unorthodox. Exactly. With rule-free Ian Lee. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. I've got no internet for the last four days. On Talk Radio. 
So let me take you back in time. It's 10 p.m. on a Friday night in 2001. You're a cocaine addict. Then it's 1 a.m. the next morning, 2001. You're a cocaine addict. And then it's 5 a.m. that same morning. You're a cocaine addict. That's what the early 2000s were like for me, guys. And for James? I'm just a burglar. I'm not like a nonce. I'm just a burglar. I'm not like a nonce. <laughs> this is James. He's been arrested. I'm just a burglar. I'm not like a nonce. I'm not like a nonce. I am one. No. I love saying that. Um, okay, I'm suspicious of, of everybody now. So let's let's, <laughs> let's, let's, let's let's see. Good evening, Paul. Evening, Ian. Catherine, how are you? Very well, thank you, sir. What have you got for us tonight? Well, I'm talking about pain. I was thinking about when I drive the most like when you fall over and break your collarbone. Now that pain. Whoa, 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 whoa. When did, when did this happen to you? Well, this happened a couple of years ago. I tripped over a guy broke, landed on the corner of a concrete step. I uh, broke the collarbone, stood up, tripped over again, broke Ooh. the shoulder. Oh! I'm not trying to tell him I'm laughing! Oh, because it was a double spill. Frank Spencer! Yeah. Oh, Tell you, fellow, it was terrible. What was more painful, the shoulder or the collarbone? Collarbone. And am I right in thinking that for both of those things, there's not really anything they can do, they just have to let it heal? Yeah, well, I was away in a caravan, so I ended up sitting in a chair outside the caravan from about three o'clock in the morning until someone walking past with the dog about quarter past seven. And then they could uh, try and get me up and get me into the car and take me to the hospital. All they can do is strap it off, can't it? Yeah, yeah. What a holiday. Great memories. Great memories. Yeah, and then from that, you end up getting a bone graft out your hip into your collarbone. <laughs> so there you what? go. Whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't know about the bone graft. Is this so they can, like, join it back up again or something? Yeah, well, they, they strap it up in the hope that it'll join, but it joined up like, imagine making two fists with a gap in the middle. Yeah. So they said all we can do is do a bone graft out the hip and hope you don't get an infection in the hip. And they did a bone graft in between the two breaks. This um, is awful, man. How are you now? Are you bent now? Do you know what I mean? Are you are you straight? No, I don't mean it like that. Are you a different <laughs> shape to how you were before the accident? Uh, I don't have I, I don't have the same amount of strength in the left collarbone and right. shoulder anymore. Right. So that when I went to see the surgeon to to get about the bone graft, he said you play golf. I said no. He said you play rugby. He said I've stopped. He said, uh, any other dangerous sport? He said, well, I still parachute. I said, but I rolled my left. So he said, no more parachuting. So the only question I said then, can I still ride motorbikes? And he said, yeah, no problem. Because if you come off your motorbike, you won't be worrying about your boat. <laughs> <laughs> and you, now, enough. you said it was painful. How painful is it compared to standing on a Lego? Uh, I've done Lego, done plugs, done everything else you've said. I would say, I don't know, four or five hundred times more painful than on a piece of Lego And I have to ask, you did say you, were, you, you, you spent a lot of time from 3am sat outside your caravan wake, waiting for help. Was booze involved? Yes, it certainly was, but I'll tell you why I tripped over the guy's rope. Yeah, go on. Because there was a ge- ge- gazebo set up outside. <laughs> when the children had been going in, they'd caught the guy's rope and they thought they were doing dad a favour by putting it back, but they didn't put it in the right place. Oh. When I, when I tripped over it, there's, uh, 
a raised step with a concrete flag on the top, and I hit it right in the corner. Oh God, mate, mate, mate! I love the I love the way you blame it on the kids. That's that's class. I <laughs> <love it>. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't smack him. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He, they broke your collarbone, and you still didn't. Only, want only, to cause, only because I couldn't get up out. Couldn't lift the arm up. Come here, and I'll smack you. Why am I going to come there then? Uh, but you're all right now, are you, Paul? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Good lad. No problem. So I have no spikes. Still have some happy days. Nice one, man. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. I have never yet broken a bone. Never mm. broken a bone. And it scares me. It's one of those things I'm most scared of. Because when kids... Have you ever broken a bone, Sam? You know, oh, I've dislocated a couple of things, but never broken a bone. Have you ever broken a bone? Yeah. You broke bones. My arm. Um, Here's the thing, right? So kids break their bones and there's screaming and there's an ambulance to be called at the playground and there's, there's a lot of stuff. No, there isn't. Sorry? I went through a whole day at school. But did you know you'd broken it? No, I know. Well, well then, then that's... It wasn't sticking out. Are you, are you talking about those ones? No. Where it's obvious. Because, no, for the most part, you don't know until, like, hours later people, when it's all swollen up. People know when you've broken a bone. No, you don't. But if you thought... Are you nuts? It's happened to me twice and you're telling me how I felt. No, I'm not telling you how you felt. I'm telling you, as I did with the caller last night, that you can't extrapolate your very strange experience to everybody it's else. It's the weirdest thing. You can, it, for a while it doesn't hurt so much. Every time someone at our school broke their bones, you knew about it. Right. And the word got around the school grapevine. Quick, baby. Quick, quick, quick. Ambulance would come. You see, because their, their arm would be sticking out their arm. All oh, right, well, no. It's not always like that. I don't think you... Sam wants to... Sam's put his headphones on. He wants to join in. He's got, one of us is going to get blown out of the water. And I'm no, I was just thinking... One, the one I thought was that whatever happened to... Like, you always hear at school about kids cracking their head open. I don't I don't think as an adult I have ever been in a situation where I've seen someone crack their head open. Is that just a kid thing? Let me think. My kids... One of my kids fell over and bit through his lower lip. So it was flapping and you could put a finger through if you wanted. One of my kids was dicking about in the bath and climbing up on the windowsill. And I said, don't fall, get in the bath or you're going to fall. And he fell and he ripped his chin open. Cracked their head, cracked their head, cracked their head. The last head I saw that had been cracked open was when me and that took the boys to Tiggy Winkles, the rescue home for wildlife. And oh. we saw a hedgehog and you could see its, its, its skull. You could see its skull. And uh, they put honey over it. You put honey on it to clean it up. Man alive. That was it. Let's go. We've got a few calls lined up. Let's go to Andy. Good evening, Andy. Good evening, Ian. Good evening, Catherine. How are you? Hey. Very well. Welcome to the show, Andy. You're so welcome Good. to the show. Thank you very much. I'm an avid listener. Thank you. I work nights in a tin factory in Norwich. Um, and I want to be quick. Everyone needs cheering up. Yes. Oh, God, please. Right. <laughs> Type in Armageddon gerbil. Oh. <laughs> it doesn't sound like the It joys. sounds very strange. I know it sounds very strange, okay. but it's the best two, two minute, 55 minutes of my life. It's hilarious. Armageddon gerbil. Um, yes. Okay. This is, okay. Um, it's a YouTube video. Uh, it's, a, it's an audio clip. Okay. Now, are there any swears in it? No swears. It's totally clean. It's basically, um, so I'm reading a news article. All right, Andy. Um, Andy, listen, you get to work, and I'm going to play it. And if it's awful, we're going to come and find all the tin factories, and we're going to put you in a tin. Here we go. Here's a fax from Cooter in Orlando. Who's I've heard this. This is great. I know this. Do you know this? No, Cooter, oh, I, though. Cooter. This is, uh, this is great. Thank you, Andy. I do know this. Here we Sends go. Sends me a copy of a story that appeared in the Los Angeles Times. He says, a prestigious, uh, prestigious newspaper, not the off-maligned weekly world news. 
Quoting the story. In retrospect, lighting the match was my big mistake. <laughs> but I was only trying to retrieve the gerbil. Eric Tomaszewski told bemused doctors in the severe burns unit of Salt Lake City Hospital. Tomaszewski and his homosexual partner, Andrew Kinky Farnham, had been admitted for emergency treatment after a felching session had gone seriously wrong. How much of this we can actually play? I pushed a, pushed a cardboard tube up his rectum and slipped Raggett, our gerbil, in, he explained. As usual, Kinky shouted out, Armageddon! My, my cue that he had had enough. I tried to retrieve Raggett, but he wouldn't come out again, so I peered into the tube and struck a match, <laughs> thinking the light might attract him. <laughs> <laughs> At a hushed press conference, a hospital spokesman <laughs> described what happened next. The match ignited a pocket of intestinal gas and flame shot out the tube. Jesus. <laughs> igniting Mr. Tomachevsky's hair and severely burning his face. It also set fire to the gerbil's fur and whiskers, which in turn ignited a larger pocket of gas further up the intestine, propelling the rodent out like a cannonball. That's horrendous. What a horrendous story. On your toes. You ready? Sam, good evening. Hello. I just want to say, I don't think Sam gets enough credit, and I just want to say thank you for all the work that Sam does. What, you, Sam, or what, Sam? The other Sam who answers the phones. Well, do you want to talk to him? Sure. Okay, Sam, do you want to talk to Sam? Hey, Sam, it's Sam. Hi, Sam, it's Sam. How you doing? Good, Jim. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm okay. Good, good. It's been fun, we should do this again. Yeah. You put the phone down. That was sweet. That was really sweet. Ah, <laughs> oh. it isn't a full moon, is it? It's no, we're not. We're no, not, it was no, a crescent some, moon yeah, yesterday. We're some way off. That was beautiful, Sam. Uh, not you, Sam. The other Sam. You know when <laughs> it's the unspoken that's the most touching, and um, the silence is there, and the the repressed feelings. Oh my God! Oh, gorgeous. The last t two nights have been so bizarre. Let's go to John. Good evening, John. Hi, Ian. Hi, Kat. Hi, John. Um, Ian, I, I think I um, remember hearing your story on your show, so I thought I'd ring up because I've, I've seen there's um, been some development to it. But uh, do you remember the Paul McCartney um, story, uh, Berlin Tanarkay, The Beatles? That he's, he's a, he is, now, Mark Mason, who came on, who knows everything about everything, yeah. said that Paul McCartney was the only person allowed yeah. to whistle in Burlington Arcade. I've since had someone get in touch and say that there is someone else. Oh, they beat me to it, sorry. Oh, God, no, 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 because I can't remember any more than that, so tell me, tell me, tell me. It's a scoreboard. Um, I think the problem with the story is, it's kind of took the shine off it. I loved it with Paul McCartney. Yeah. Um, but basically, um, uh, a fella was walking through with, um, I think his grandson, um, six-year-old. Um, he wasn't doing too well at school. Bad report, right? Yeah. So he's walking through. They get talking to the Beatles. The Beatles tell him the whole history and the story of McCartney and the whistling, and, and he absolutely loves it. 
So they promise him if he if he can come up with a decent school report, yeah, then he they will allow him to be the, the only second person yeah. who could whistle yeah. in the arcade. So a couple of years later, he goes back in with the granddad, decent school report. He's now the second person just for that reason to be allowed to whistle in Burlington Arcade. They I don't think it's good enough. They should have made the caveat, but you can only whistle songs by the group Wings. <laughs> they should have made a Paul McCartney thing there. I do, th I do think that is, um, I do think that is unfair. It should only be Sir Paul, and then when he dies, Absolutely. it gets passed down to James, and then when James it, McCartney dies, it gets passed down to whoever his son may yeah, be. Yeah, exactly. Totally agree, because what, what's next? If, if you eat your Brussels sprouts, you can whistle in Yeah, what's this? Oh, well done, you blew your nose properly. You, you can whistle. Oh, nice one, you yeah. learned to tie your shoelaces up. You can have a whistle now. Yeah. Yeah, your mum didn't have to spoon S out of your pants before she washed them. Well done for washing your ass. <laughs> That's a good thing. thank you much indeed. Christina! Hello. Christina! Oh, oh, it's Christina! Hola. <laughs> Hola. Are you on speakerphone? No, no, I'm in the bathroom. Okay. Oh, no, I waited so long. I'm, I'm plucking my chin out now. I've waited so long. I've, the original call was about RuPaul, but now you started talking about pain and bones. Uh, you, yeah, you're, you're waiting for 14 minutes. That's quite short. Mm. Uh, anyway, what you got for us? Go on. Um, no, I said I forgot now. Uh, no, it was a RuPaul thing. Yes. Um, yeah, can I be the correspondent? Talk to, talk to me. Talk to me. Tell, I've not seen this oh. program. I don't really know this program. Catherine knows it. Talk to Kath. Sell yourself, Christina. Sell yourself. Hey, Kath. How are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. Good. Um, back in the day, I didn't have any friends. So I used to hang out with... Um, <laughs> what a great opening to the story. Back in the day, I didn't I'm have any friends. <laughs> I, I still don't. It's not changed. Me too. Um, <laughs> um, but the um, inverted commas trannies were people I used to hang around with because I was a bit different. So I'd go out in my wig and I was kind of... They took me under their wing. Um, and it's just a nice feeling to hang out with them. I sent you a picture. I went out the other week. Um, a bit lonely. I had a bad conversation with my sister. And it's the one place that you feel kind of welcomed and engaged with. And I used to know a bag of chips. That's one of the contestants yeah. on this year's Report yeah. Drag Race UK. What did you think, Kath? I haven't seen it yet. So oh. I haven't seen it yet because it was on tonight when I was at work. Yeah. Have you seen it, Christina? I have. Okay, well do us. Well, you're halfway there. Do us, do us, uh, uh, let me get some, do us, uh, but, a little. But without any spoilers, please. Do us an update. Oh. Here we go. Um, so it's a couple of guys that um, make a living out of being a queen, and they have different challenges. And oh, I can't tell you who left. Um, but it's really camp, it's really fun, and they've all got their little issues, and it's entertaining, it's funny. Um, I'm not doing very well, am I? You're not doing great, Christina, if I'm honest. But no, then but everyone else who's applied for it has done even worse than you. So you're in the lead at the moment. Okay. You're in the lead at the moment. That's got to be something. I thought we were going to... Why are we having a RuPaul's Drag Race UK I don't UK know, we didn't suggest it. People. Who suggests Alan? Yeah. Alan Caddick suggested. When did he start producing this show? Oh my God! You don't want to be the Apprentice correspondent, do you, Christina? We desperately need one of those. All right, yeah, I'll crack on with that. I know someone off that as well. <laughs> I'm getting the Who do you know off it? Do you know, do you know Jennifer Lopez off it? 
No. Uh, okay, all right. I know, I know Lottie Lyon. You know Lottie mm. Lyon? Wow. Oh, <laughs> okay. All I know, right. I know past contestants. All right, well, here we go. Then next Wednesday, next yeah. Wednesday, we're not taking calls about anything else, right? It's just uh, apprentice correspondent apprentices that we will be talking okay. to. And at the end of the show next Wednesday, we will have our apprentice correspondent, God damn it. Um, so can you, if you can phone in then, I have to say, knowing not just one of the contestants, but Lottie Lyon, that puts you in a very, very strong position, Christina. Mm. Very strong. Solid, I would say. Solid. Pete had better be um, studying hard. Well, yeah, I know others as well. But, um, what, from this I year? I can't, I, can't, I, can't give, I can't give my cards away, can I? Don't give Go. your card. Keep your cards. Do not give your cards away. Wow, she knows multiple apprentice contestants. Pete, mate, ain't looking good. Caddy, ain't looking good, buddy. Christina is flying ahead. She's got the inside word. After the news, we'll speak to Nigel. You can give us a call, 03444991000. This is The Late Night Alternative with Catherine and Ian. Ow. On Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. low that is low quality um well let's try hang on, let's try this older version hang on keep the microphones up for a second let's try this oh, that's oh. we don't want that um let's try this not heard this is the original version not heard this before <laughs> Yes, sir. This is great, isn't it? I love this. 
this. Let's talk to our good friend, Nigel from Maidstone. Oh. Good evening, Nigel. Oh, good evening. Good I'm, hoping good we, I'm hoping we're starting the conversation in the place where you get a good phone signal. That's true. Good morning, you should be. Good morning. It's not morning until you've had a sleep. Have you had a sleep yet? Uh, a little bit earlier. Uh, oh, <laughs> hang on. Oh, it finished. <laughs> well, then, good morning to you, Sarah. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, my dear. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> I just found a video of my mum talking, giving me my Christmas present. Well, that is, is quite, magic. Quite, but I, and that I'd is... like you to hear that in a minute. Uh, well, do you know what I think? Because it won't sound yeah. great on the phone. Well, it is quite loud. It no, it, it doesn't work, Nigel. Like, it doesn't. It doesn't work like it's that. It's on YouTube anyway. Okay. Well, I think people I think that it. is a great bit of treasure you had. It won't mm. sound great on the phone, mm. so I'm going to pass no, tonight. No, but I've that is to talk about anyway. Beautiful. Yeah. What, I, what have I, you got? I, I, I've been I've been getting up earlier, but I think my depression is getting better. I've been getting up like an hour e earlier each day. Great. Um, well before lunchtime and that, and going out earlier, and I'm spending a whole day out. Hey, that's time. good so, news, man. Well that, done. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, it's been difficult for me to carry on without mum, you know. But you're doing so well, and you should be very I proud know, of yourself. I, yeah, I'm proud of myself. And I've been busking nearly... Uh, I, I was busking yesterday, uh, Tuesday in Maystone, uh, a little bit of singing, and I got me, me, me drum pads out in the street, and uh, a lot of people were clapping me drum solo. Yes. The automatic, you know the uh, drum pads, like you, you said you Yeah, had. yes. So I took my sticks, I played with sticks this time, so it looked more professional, instead of my fingers, you know. <laughs> so, um, that was good, and today, uh, yesterday, which was Wednesday, I went to Tunbridge and spent the afternoon with my girlfriend for a few hours. Yep, lovely. And, uh, and, and, um, yeah, one, one of my mum's rings that I've got on my left hand, she said that she's a psychic person, and she's got messages from my mum from the ring, when she touched my ring, um... You know, some people are psychic, aren't they? I personally don't believe it. But well, if if you're getting comfort that, from mm -hmm. that, then that's wonderful. Well, I, I like to believe what she said is true. I, I believe it, what she said was true. If that, you um, want to believe that, then do. I personally I don't, but that's me. great that you <laughs> do. Well, she said that mum loved me and said I was doing ever so well. That well, was then what. that's a lovely message to that's receive. That's what she got through the, r the ring. Okay. Mm. And that's what you said, wasn't it? Yeah, so. we're both being very restrained anyway. here. Um, yeah. You don't believe in that, the psychic. I don't believe in that stuff, Nigel, but I, if, if, mm. you're, if people are getting mm. comfort from it, then that's great. As long as mum doesn't say, oh, give all your rings to your girlfriend, because that, that yeah. would be silly. Um, but, um, she's yeah. not said that, has she? But another thing that happened on uh, Tuesday was live on Facebook. You go back to where we can hear you, Nigel, because you're breaking up. Yes. I was live on Facebook on, on Tuesday in my son when I was singing. Great. I couldn't believe it. Uh, well, a friend, that was someone who's filmed me before came along just at the right time. Can you believe it? And uh, he said, you're live on Facebook. And I saw Facebook up and it, and it was going out to, all over the world. Wowzers. In Maystone. That is, is Isn't it? that fantastic? I'm so, I'm so happy yeah. about it. Yep. And, and we've got lady friends as well. And um, we love each other now. And that's, that's fantastic. You know? oh, that's great. Love is a very powerful thing. Uh, I, I don't. Sorry, I don't like means about stuff in it, but I, I've got so much going on in my head at the moment, that's why I can't see properly. Yeah, okay. Um, All right, Nigel, listen, the phone, the phone's, yeah. the signal's... Hello, hello, Catherine. Hello. How are you? I'm all right. Are you all right? Is that the phone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Nigel, listen, Nigel, Nigel, the phone's breaking up a bit, we're losing you a bit, so let's say good, yeah. good night tonight. 
Beautiful. That'll be lovely, Nigel. But make sure you start the call and stay in the place where we know you can get a mm-hmm. signal. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you very much indeed. Doody doodly. Oh, three, four, four. Four nine nine one thousand. Did I play? I didn't play any of the answer phone messages, did I? Right. Let us play some of the answer phone messages. I gave out my home phone number the other day when the phones weren't working. Um, So people have left answer phone messages. Let's see what we've got. I've not heard any of these. Oh, that was that. Okay. Let's see. Hello. Are you reading any books at the moment, Ian? If so, what are they? Because they're probably about music. Am I right? What What did he say? Let's try again. Hello. Are you reading any books at the moment? Ian? Am I reading any books at the moment? I tell you what, I'm at that tricky stage where I've got to start books, and I, I really want to read the Linda Ronstadt book. But someone uh, the, uh, I've been recommended, The Hungry Years: Confessions of a Food Addict. Now, the reason this was recommended: a, it's supposed to be a great book; b, the literary agent who had a little bit of interest in my book and said it was great, but he said it was not quite right. Yeah. Um, recommended I read this and said read that. And that, so I've, I kind of got, I should probably read that. Okay. So I'm not reading any, I'm, I haven't started any books at the moment, no. Mm. Catherine, what are you reading I at the started moment? a couple, and I really should decide on one or t'other. Um, I started reading the one about Paul McCartney in the 70s. Yeah. Which I found really interesting. Yeah. Then I got sidetracked, because I made a little discovery about myself. Yeah. And I started reading a book, oh, I can't remember what it's called, about, um... Looking after your lady garden. No. About, um, kind of about body dysmorphia and, mm. um, and how, um, uh, the way you see yourself often is not actually how you are mm. and, um, how it's kind of widespread these days, especially amongst women, but not exclusively so that you're surrounded by these images that aren't real in the first place. Okay, so the things that you see in magazines and stuff of the ideal woman, these sort of models and stuff, have all been slimmed down from being very slim women in the first place. So you can grow up feeling tubby for most of your life. Mm. And I kind of realised about a month ago that that's the way I have been, and it's lies I found a dress that I fit into two years ago um, when I was going through a period of extreme stress because my mother-in-law was dying. And it was a size eight. And I found this dress that I'd sort of squirreled away, thinking I would fit into it again at some point, not thinking, well, hang on a minute, I was quite ill when I fit into that dress. But the shocking thing was when I held it up, it's tiny, and I remember feeling fat in it. Wow, gosh. Isn't that incredible? It's nuts. Yeah. It's absolutely nuts. Yeah. So I've kind of realised that um, maybe I'm not as sorted as I thought I was about about things like that. Mm. Um, well done. Well yeah. done for spotting So that. anyway, I've been reading a book about about that, uh, but I've not finished okay. it. Okay. For, for whatever reason. Excellent message. Thank you. We've got another message here. Yes, Mr. Ian Lee. It's Kadir, broadcasting from sunny, sunny Stafford. Yeah. Um, so I need to tell you about the... Uh, my time in the monastery, um, I went to Mount St. Bernard Abbey, which is uh, a local monastery to me. It's uh, located near sort of Loughborough area. And um, yeah, it was a really spiritual time. I spent two days there. Two days. Three, three days, if you don't count the two nights. Um, eight prayers a day, there's lords, vigils, mass, uh, the, other, the other few. Um, yeah, it was really good. I became a lot closer to Jesus Christ and the Lord, and it was, you know, what? it was amazing. It was a spiritual journey that I'll relish till the day I die, you know. I, I just, 
Well, it's more a spiritual day trip. Can you hear me? Oh, it's a message. Oh. Can you're you in the airport. Can you hear me? No, oh. sorry about that, mate. What? Can you hear me? Yeah, it's Ian Lee tonight on uh, Talk, oh, talk Radio. That freaked me out. 03444 Oh, wait, no, it's the uh, phones that work. Um, huh? I'll, probably, I'll probably hang up now. Wow. That was freaky. I thought he could hear me. Let's talk to Mark. He was talking to me at one point, like Jesus was talking to him. Neither of it was real. Well, that's good. I don't mean to make make, make light of it. T- two days, it was, I suppose you can have a spiritual journey in two days. It's a short one, but I suppose mm. you, can, you can. Well a done. A mini break. mini break. Here we go. Let's try one more. Thank you. Okay. Cupcake. I think you guys are great. And um, what's your favourite kind of cake? Bye. Favourite kind of cake is um, uh, lemon drizzle. Anything with custard. There we go. This is Talk Radio. Set free your mind. Let your fancy take flight. Conversation gets curiouser by the glow of moonlight. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Um, there's a strange vibe tonight, so let's try and tap into it a little bit. We'll take calls straight to air, Sam. Thank you very much. You sit back. Uh, come in and join us. Why don't you come in and join us? It'll be a bit noisy because we, we need to bring in an extra chair and stuff, but you... Uh, you turn your mic on and you do what you need to do. We'll take calls straight to air. There's just a very strange vibe. Last night's show was very strange. Left me feeling very uncomfortable, actually. And, uh, been thinking about last night's show a lot today. It's left me feeling very uncomfortable. There's one bit I didn't deal with as, w- as well as I would like to think I could deal with situations like that. Uh, but that's fine. That's the way it goes sometimes. And then tonight there's been some really odd calls. Yeah. It's been getting angrier and angrier. But dark not, vibes. Very dark vibes, but not from us, I don't think. I don't think. You right, Sam? Yes. There we go. <laughs> Good lad. When Now, you do something that I never get to see, uh, Sam. You, you answer the phone calls and you talk br- sometimes briefly, sometimes they engage you a bit more, but you talk to everyone who phones in. Yeah. And call them back. Have you noticed... There's like been like a, a, a weirder vibe this week, or do you not pick up on that? Yeah, no, there? I was all because it's, it's I get different things to you, right? Because obviously, um, when you're just dealing with someone that quickly, it's it's the thing this week. So tonight, quite a lot. It's the um, like I phone you back, yes, yeah, okay, and it's like it's very yeah. So yeah, that's why you're been. excellent now. Uh, and I'd like to think we've helped him with this, Catherine. You're excellent at spotting when it's going to be a dick on the phone. Because I will quite often, you don't see it, Catherine, but he quite often types on on the screen, I think this is a prank, be careful. Yeah. You got it, well, you got it wrong and right simultaneously with that Sam guy, because you wrote, I'm not sure about this one. Yeah. And you, but you were I'm, right to be not well, sure about even, it. Even, what, half hour later, I'm still not <laughs> sure about it. That was funny, man. Yeah. That diff- was funny. Different. There's something really interesting. Um... And it's been on my screen for the last 20 minutes. Uh, 19 minutes, 23 seconds. Jake again has been sat there waiting. Um, at the moment, I have no inclination to go to his call because he's been... I, I muted him. You, t- you told me he's been foul on Twitter. Well, no, he's just been, you know, saying pick up, you know, my... Uh, he's been using the word ducking instead of the other one and... Uh, yeah, he just wants you to answer his phone call. Uh, but he seems to have um, deleted his account now. Okay. So, there's something... Uh, there's something going on. Any yeah. ideas what's going on, Sam? Not a clue. 
It's, 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 uh... I just it, hope it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. There's a strange, there's a very unpleasant vibe there. Let's leave him there. And let's maybe dip in. Let's maybe not. We'll see. 0344... 499-1000 is the phone number. We will take your call straight to air until um, Daryl Morris comes in at one o'clock. I'm terrible with names, but I'm getting there. I think I called him Darren the other week. Don't shrug your shoulders. I mean, you call me Karen sometimes, so I don't know why. All right, love it. <laughs> um, what do you want to be when you grow up, Sam? <laughs> do you want to, do you, do you want to, um, oh, actually, if you put your headphones on, this might, this call might even be for you. Line two, you're through to Sam. Hello. Hello, Sam, it's Sam. <laughs> hey, Sam, you alright? Yeah, you. Yeah, you know, when I said we should do it again, I didn't mean, I wasn't expecting it to be this soon, but hello. Hello. I like this show. <laughs> what do you like about it? Specifically, give me give me details. Just put the phone down. Ugh. Put the phone down. Oh, mug. Let's go to, oh now, come on. Let's go to line one. Hello, uh, sorry, line three. Hello, line three. You're on the wireless. Ty on up the blues. No, didn't hear that. Was it up the blues? Couldn't be. No one. No one actually says up the blues, do they? In real life. Which blues? Well, I don't know what that means. Thank you for the call. Um, do you want to be? You want to work it? Do you want? Is radio? What I've always wanted to know. Right. No. What did you always want to? So, from when I was like, I don't know, five up until about 16, I just, I just wanted to be a pilot. Wow. Yeah. But then it just, so I even did my work experience. I went to, um, and I went to Biggin Hill, like an airport. Yeah, yeah. And I worked there for two weeks. Um, absolutely loved it. But then just randomly one day I was like, yeah, doesn't yeah, it interest me? You had just enough. Gone. Wow. And they didn't, did they let you fly an aeroplane in that two weeks at Biggin Hill? No, I, um, I got in a helicopter a couple of times, which was pretty cool. You enjoyed it? Loved it. It was brilliant. But, um, and yeah, one of the cool things was that, uh, it was when they, they have an air show once a year. I sat out and watched the Red Arrows train for a few hours. That was. That'd be wicked. That was surreal. I it's, could... it's weird when you watch them train because it's one extra. Why? Because they have one extra guy as a backup. Oh, actually, in case someone gets like. Who's actually the best pilot there. Because you can fly any of them exactly. Whereas they all have to learn their wow. one position, but this guy's so learned all of them. So the best pilot doesn't get to fly with the guys, and I think it is guys. There aren't. They wouldn't. There's no gals in the Red Arrows yet, um, are there? Isn't there one? There have been. Yeah. Have there been? There've been some gals. I apologise to the women. The women. The lady pilots. My brother-in-law is in the <laughs> RAF, and I think he fancied himself as a pilot at one point, but he wasn't allowed to because he's um, got too aggressive. No he's got a temper. No. He's got, got no arms. He's, oh, his penis is too big. Probably that, yeah, won't fit in the cockpit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, he's, I don't, how do I know that? That's my brother-in-law. Um, why, why is it called a cockpit, Sam? I don't know. Pi I mean, pilots are cocks, right? We know that. The arrogance <laughs> just pours off them. But it seems <laughs> strange that they would call it that. Talk about your brother-in-law's penis again. Let's not. Okay. Let's not. But anyway, yeah, he's colourblind, so he wasn't allowed. He wouldn't be able to... Uh, like Darius. Uh... Yeah. 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 Just like that. Yeah. Okay, fine. Uh, okay, so you, then you didn't want to <laughs> be... A... Do you get that reference? Yes, I get... Do you, not, do you not get that reference? Yeah, I do, but I thought, I thought you were you, too young do, for Darius. Do you get that reference? Yes. Explain it to her. It's a Darius song called Colourblind. Yeah. But it's Nobody about... told me about... So good. But it's about how he'll Nobody have sex with birds of any colour. No. Is it not? You're the light when I close my eyes, I'm colourblind. It's oh. got nothing to do with colourblindness, really. Okay. It just rhymes, I think. Um... 
if you had to have one disability, yeah, colour blindness is the one, isn't it? Isn't it? Um, Come on. Come on. Well, you can't see green? Okay. Fine. What do you see instead? Do you see, like, in Tron, do you see, like, a bright white light? Do you see a different colour? Do you see green? Do you see torp? Do, what, do, what do you see instead of, if you're listening, you're colourblind, 0344 499 1000, what do you see I'm curious, instead? If you're colourblind, do you see a rainbow? Or is, do, you just, do you see nothing? Or do you, do you see I think lines? that's if you're colourblind and you're gay. <laughs> You see that you see uh, the rainbow. Here's the thing: there are, um, you know, that goldfish. You know when you press your TV remote control, right? And um, goldfish can see the beam that comes right, out of it, right? That's a fact. Infrared. The, they can see the goldfish can see it, right? So that means there are things around us that we cannot see that can potentially be seen by some creatures. Okay, mm-hmm. so that to me says there are colours that we cannot see but that exist around us in an infinite rainbow. Do you not think so, Line 2? Um, I don't know at the moment. I'm just, my head's all over the place, to be honest. Okay. I just accidentally killed one of my chickens. I, I went to see if it was okay in the coop, and I, and I trod on him. Her. What's a macabre and, phone call? Uh, and I might have... I might have snapped the neck, and I'm, I don't know, what, what should I do? Should I tell the wife, wake her up, or leave it till the morning? Um, so you choked, you choked it? No, 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 I, I, I stood on it. Well, is it, is it actually dead? Is it actually dead? Yes. Right. Would your wife care? Yes. Sam, over to you. I was going to say, you've got, you got dinner sorted for tomorrow, <laughs> yeah. make a nice meal. <laughs> Dinner sorted. What's this guy? Dinner sorted for tomorrow, bloody idiot. Um, no, why, why wake her up? Tell her tomorrow. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll have to uh, say it was on your advice, though, guys, if that's all right. Well, you can say But then you're confessing to have kept a secret from her. Why would you even do that? That's a good point. Yeah, you're right. Just go out in the morning and go, oh, what's happened here's what you need to do here's what you need to do you need to go out with knives you need to slash it you need to drag it around the garden you need to bite it with your teeth what? it's got bite marks in you got to get blood so everywhere fox. I'm, yeah, say it's on. a fox you say it was a fox mate that's a horrible thing to do i think you should go out ah. there and li- leave a note go, no no, no or, or you bury the chicken you go out and buy a new one tonight she ain't gonna recognize it di- it was a different chicken Quite recognisable though. What the chicken? Okay, well, fair enough. I didn't know chicken shops were open. This uh, <laughs> you can get chickens. Uh, listen, you you you, you gr- grease the, those farmers' palms with enough uh, dollar, they will let you in. Um, yes, line three, you're on the wireless. Good evening, Ian Lee and Kath and Sam. Um, I'm colour deficient. Or I'm not colour blind. Apparently, colour blind people see in black and white. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. No, they yeah. no, they don't. No, they don't. <laughs> they don't see in black. Colour blind yeah. people do not see in black and white. My brother-in-law just can't see a but couple I, of colours. Yeah, I'm the same. I'm colour deficient. Yeah, that's colour blindness. That's what that is. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not. not. It's colour blindness. There is. No, there is colour blindness. I'm colour deficient. Yeah. Well, so what colour well, can't you see? What colour can't you see? Certain shades of green. Okay, so you're colour blind. Thanks very much for your call. <laughs> That's, that's colour blindness. People don't see in black and white, <laughs> unless you're from the olden days. <laughs> Line two, you're on the wireless. I've just killed a chicken. 
Why have we got so many chicken murderers <laughs> phoning in? What is going on? I don't believe there is a chicken. Um, I believe it's definitely a cockerel. <laughs> oh, Kath, during that time you lived by a farm, you used to get woken up by a massive cock every morning. I didn't ever live by a farm. You do, though, don't you? Yeah, I get woken up by, by a Donald farm. Massive. Huh? Hmm? I live. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is Talk Radio. <laughs> 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 so, uh, 0344 is the telephone number. Um, so Jake is still there, right? <clears throat> What do you reckon? Talk to him if you want. I just but know. I, but what are we going to achieve? <clears throat> I just know we're going to get a torrent of abuse and aggression. Accusations, I'm a drug addict. Okay, I am. Um, but the persistence is something. The persist. What was he like to you when you spoke to him on the phone? I didn't. You didn't? No. Just whacked him through? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I've mellowed. Very rude on Twitter, I've mellowed. Jake. Very rude on Twitter. I, I, I don't have a social media account, so that's quite uh, humorous. I honestly don't. You don't anymore. So paranoia. If it maybe you should. Uh, I don't want to be sarcastic because I'm being serious here. I'm trying to help out. So Ian, don't take offence because you take offence quite easily and quite readily. If, no, he's still being a twat. <laughs> He's still being an idiot. He's still playing by his rules. There's not how it works, buddy. Line two, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian. Hello, Cav. Mission to be a little bit risque, but don't worry, you don't have to dump it. Oh, away you go. Yes, please, line two. If Chris is listening, if I'd pick a disability, I'd pick being Welsh. Oh. No. It's a blessing. Um, line one, you're on the wireless. Oh, no, I just talked the chicken. Okay, thank you very much indeed. Oh, mm-hmm. that's where it was going. That's the joke I made earlier. That's yeah, a different caller. he's realised it's... That's, that's funnier. Caller. That's a different caller. Mm. I made that joke earlier. Yeah. People are weird. Okay, so at 16, time you decided you <laughs> didn't want to be a pilot. Uh-huh. Then then what? Aimless, floating around aimlessly for yeah, a bit? Yeah, more or less. I flip-flopped about oh, so so much. Couldn't decide. Yeah. Um, then I think eventually I decided I want to go into, like, photography. Um... But then, so I'd applied for a couple of, because basically my school sort of brought you up that university is just what you do, you have to do it. Oh, wow. That was okay. sort of school. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I'd applied to university for a couple of photography courses. But it turns out that my uh, A-level schedule didn't allow me to do photography. Oh. Yeah, it just didn't fit with all the other subjects I wanted to do. So um, I couldn't do that, but I still got the brochure from a couple of universities, media yeah. stuff. Yeah, we got media. Um, and then... <sighs> There was in one of them I saw a course for radio production. I thought, yeah, that sounds that sounds easy. Sounds fun. Sounds like a dos. And I guess I sort of got to go to uni, so that set like I could bear that for three years. Yeah. Um, went and did that and ended up just absolutely loving it and got really lucky. Fell into what? <laughs> yeah. You, and what did you did you fall into this? Yeah. At this station? Um, yeah, it was sort of right place, right time. Yeah. Because I yeah. I'd done. Yeah, I've been for what, four. Four or five years, I'd been working odd jobs in different stations. Yeah. And then it turns out it was my sister's godfather. Here we go. Did some IT work for uh, for Laurie. Yeah, Laurie Pelagio. Yeah. And then... Um, Is that I, his name? 
Palacio. I had an interview. I had a meeting with him the day after Ed said he was leaving. Wow, look at that. Do you remember? I remember Ed. Ed. He was um, the uh, New Zealand guy. Yeah. So yeah, I just I got very lucky with coming in. Are you enjoying it? Love it. What do you want to do? So you want to be producer? Yeah. Or presenter? No, producer. Producer. I'm happy with. We we know there are problems with uh, the the, the, uh, you know but yeah getting you in producing slots uh, pisses me off because I think you're brilliant and I would let you produce you know at the drop of a hat. He's already doing more than the usual shift. Yeah. On the phones. But there are some people that work here that are massive dicks. (laughs) Line one, you're on the wireless. Yes, good evening, Ian, Catherine, and Sam. I just want to take the sentiments of previous texters and callers and just say that you are doing a grand job and thanks for your humour, humility, humanity and all the hilarity that you bring us each and every night. It's a brilliant show. Thank you very much indeed. Thank Cheers. You. Thank you very Thank much, you. caller. All the H's were covered. Uh, there are a lot of H's. Um, OK, we've got an anonymous. I mean, this... Hello, line two. Hello, Ian. Hello. Hello. Uh, I'm just saying, you're a great host. We've got uh, we've got a little group on Periscope, and we need you back on Periscope. Um, all right. Do you know what? If I remember to bring a tripod in, I'll, I'll do Periscope tomorrow. Oh, that's great, because we've got a little group going on Periscope at the minute. And what? We'll listen to you well, hang on. You've got a group... What? Hang on. There's a group of you on Periscope listening to the show at the moment. Well, we've, we've all got a radio one. We're listening to you while we're all speaking in the broadcast. All right. Well, hang on a second. I, 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 you might be lying to me. So, how do I find... What is this group called? How do I join well, this group? Well, we're private at the minute. There's three of us, but we do we do open it up, but we're private at the minute. Um, I'm... I don't know. Can I give my username out? Yeah, give, give it out, because I'm, I'm, I'm per- I've got Periscope open. I want to jo- I want to be part of this gang. Well, it, mine is S... Palace, P-A-L-L-E-W-G-87. Hang on, hang on, I can't, it's not a great line, it's what? F for Freddy? S, S, S for Sugar. Yeah. Uh, Palace, P-A. Yeah. Double L. Yeah. E-double-T. E-double-T? Yeah. Sp- yeah, spell it. 80, 87. 87. There's, yeah. um, uh, that's a, uh, S P A double L E double T eight seven. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I can't find it. Uh, oh, let me. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Jewish eighty seven. Sorry. Yes, I'll change my name. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm what? Sorry. Right. What is it? I, I'm, I'm reading my Twitter. Video. I'm picking up a Twitter username. Sorry. Jewish eighty seven. S P U A R T eight seven. Stuart, how do you get on with the Stuarts who spell it E-W? Is there any rivalry there? Uh, well, some of my own family call me that, and it does annoy me, yeah, but, uh... Right, I really, can, how do I join your... I can see you, but how do I jo- Are you streaming? Uh, we're doing a private one at the minute. Someone else is doing it at the minute, but... Um, Suspicious. Private at the minute, though. Invite me in! What do you mean you're doing a stream about me and Kath and Sam? Invite me in! I'll tell you what, then. We'll do, we'll do a, we'll do one now, and we'll invite you in. Okay. Invite me in. <laughs> how do I get an invite? Where does the invite come up? Uh, we'll follow, we'll, we're all following you, so... Okay. All right. 
we'll look, I look forward to um, I look forward to it being a very long technical process that uh, ends unsatisfactorily. He might be colour deficient. We just don't know. <laughs> colour blind makes you see in black and white. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, man. Let's go to line two. Two, you're on the wireless. Hey guys, I went to the doctor uh, yesterday, and um, they told me I was colour blind. I mean, the the news came from totally out of the purple. That's actually all right. That sounds nasty. Uh, that sounds all right, doesn't it? Uh, sounds all right. Let's go to line one. You're on the wireless. Hip hip, how do? Yep. Uh, yeah, I was just wondering what your current status is on um, a certain Mr. Stephen Morrissey. Uh, I was never really a big fan. I'm I'm with you on that, Um, but how do you feel in the fact that a lot of people have like a a very tight kinship to him, and now he's kind of gone a little bit racist. uh, Well, far right, yes, exactly. Um, Um, I am capable of separating the art from the artist. I still listen to Gary Glitter. Um, uh, I, I don't, I don't, you're a big fan of the Smiths. Yeah. Catherine, what are your Well, he's always views? been a bit of a knob, hasn't he? Um, and this is kind of, uh, extreme. Knobbery. Knobbery. Um, yeah, like you say, I mean, it does, I'm not going to say it doesn't spoil it a little bit, especially the more, the more, more modern stuff, because I know that that's the person he is now. Um, but it's not spoiled the Smiths for me, there's more than him in the band. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I remember specifically that it was kind of that, uh, Are you drunk, are you drunk, Pablo? I was steaming. How, how dare you? You're slurring, man. A little bit. Flipping, eh, Pabs? Perhaps. It's a school night. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah. I've had a hard time. No, no, but there was that, there was that moment where he had, uh, a gig in America. Pabs, I love you, he, man. I love you. Okay. I love you. <laughs> I'm not just saying that. I, do, no. I really do. Oh, he's, he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Jake, why should we let you on? I want to make a truce, Ian. I, I, no, 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 no. It's gone beyond a truce. It's uh, a, a truce. No, not with you. Truce, not with you. A truce. It's only because I'm bored with taking this guy so many times. I mean, normally it would... Uh, not being, he's just he's talking away and no one can hear him, you know, that's, um, let's, let's leave him talking away for a bit while, uh, let's go to line one. Hello, line one, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle. Quite a few of the humans you have had on the phone tonight have been absolute dickheads. So, I thought I would come on with some top quality material and prove that robot taking people's jobs is not a bad thing after all. Okay. I will now see. Talking away. I don't know what I'm to say. I'll say it anyway. Today is another day to find you. Shine away. I'll be coming for your love. 
okay. <laughs> take on me, take on me. Take me on, take on me. I'll be gone in a day or two. Okay, thank you. That lyric I used to think was tell, tell, tit. Okay. <laughs> Do you remember that rhyme? No. Tell, tell, tit, your tongue will split, nor the little doggies will have a little bit. Imagine, Jake, you are less interesting than a robot singing along to Aha. Oh. Yeah. Am I, am I here? You, you are, yes. Okay. Now you're not. Oh, three, four, four. Yeah, if we have the break and then come back in for after that. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Call straight to air. This is Talk Radio Late Night Alternative with Ian Kath and with Sam. Across the UK, online and on DAB. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We're taking calls straight to air. That call has gone, which is probably for the best. I think we've had an... Oh, it's my headphones. I do apologise. I think we've probably had enough of him this evening. So, 03444991000 is the phone number. We're here till one o'clock until Daryl Morris comes in. <laughs> Someone's been um, on Facebook during the news. Not Facebook, the, no. Twitter. Okay. I don't go uh, on Facebook anymore. God. Um, 03444991000. 1,000. Call straight to it. Don't swear. Don't be libelous. There's a seven-second delay, so you will get cut off and dumped if you do anything that could potentially get us into trouble. Sam, who normally takes your calls, is coming through to sit in with us for the last um, little bit of the show. In the meantime, Catherine, what mm. have you got for us? Okay, well, our very favourite uh, sexpert, Tracy Cox. Tracy Co- I love Cox. I love Cox. We tried uh, We tried to get... Cox was going to come in. Yeah, but I see now she's got her own show on a different radio station. Oh, has she? Oh, good uh-huh. for her. What yeah. station? Uh, can't remember. Okay. Heart. LBC. One of the others, yeah. Okay. Oh, good for her. Good for her. All right. Well, that makes sense. Is bad sex killing your new romance? Tracy Cox reveals bedroom blunders that guarantee you won't get another date and the moves to ensure they come back for more. Sounds great. We're in. Me yep. and Sam are listening. Okay, I'll make is, notes. This is in the Daily Mail's female section. And it's female oh. is spelled F-E-M-A-I-L, like lady paper, lady newspaper. Because men aren't interested in this stuff. This is just for the girls. Come on, girls. Get to work. The start of relationships is most people's favourite bit. <laughs> is it? Is it? That's a strange thing to say. It's heady. Sexy and electrifying, but it's, it's also electrifying. So much effort, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. A lot of work. You got you can't fast in front of. How the, long are you going to be that guy before yeah. you let her know the truth? But it's also nerve wracking. Men, uh, most people don't last past three months. Yeah, three months was my cut-off point. Yeah. Really. And yeah. it's easy to send the wrong signals, especially in bed. Oh, yeah. Everyone is individual, but there are some sex sins that are universal. One up the bump, no harm done. <laughs> <laughs> You can stop staring at your phone and willing it to do something if you're guilty of any of these. They're not going to call you. Sex mistakes that guarantee you will not get another date. Okay. One, getting Dang. kinky too soon. Okay. Um, squeeze me? <laughs> sure. If they're also into what you're into, they're going to love it rather than be turned off. But introducing some pretty out-there sex moves really early on really freaks most people out. You've got to, you've got to take your time, of course. Yeah. Your first thought is this. If they're needing this much stimulation at the beginning, when pretty basic sex feels great because you just met, what are they doing, going to want to do when you're two years in and bored? There's plenty of time to explore more adventurous sex later. Why waste the erotic punch of trying new things at the start when it's not really needed? Yeah. More importantly, one person's kink is another person's yuck. Yeah. 
Once you stray off the conventional path, you're moving into unknown territory. You don't know this person's history or how conservative they might be deep deep down, but strongly, uh, bo- both strongly affect how adventurous they want to be. Tracy is saying, she's not saying stick to missionary, but she is saying take baby steps when suggesting something out of the norm. Yeah. Karen. Proposing you have anal sex or some pretty full-on Whoa. BDSM in the first few sessions is way too soon for <laughs> most people. Do people need telling this? <laughs> Looking disappointed over penis size or performance. The quickest way to guarantee you'll never see a guy again is to either look visibly disappointed. <laughs> who does that? With how well endowed he is or overreact to any issues he has with erections or ejaculating too quickly. Let me just introduce our friend. Because, um, we, again, we're at that thing. We can only have one line ringing at a time. Oh, okay, man. yeah, that's fine. Uh, so we've got line one on the line. Good evening, line one. Good evening, Ian. Good evening, Kath. Hello. Is everyone drunk tonight? Fine. Um, going back to last week's show... What qualifies as one hit wonder? Someone who had w- one hit. Yeah, but what qualifies? Does it, does it matter where they are in the charts or not? Uh, yes, they have to have one hit in the top 20. Right, so I, I give you basketball the way. You give us what? It's very much, it's a terrible line. I'm sorry. Can you hear me? Uh, yeah, it's very muffled. It doesn't there's anything you can do to stop it being so muffled. I don't know what I'm doing. Better. That's it. Muffled. That's it. That's it. That's better. Keep your phone in the same position. Right. The group is Passport and the track is The Way. I'm aware of Passport. I don't remember the song. Could you sing it for us? No. Thanks very much for your call. I mean, come on, if you're going to phone up and, and mention a one-hit wonder, you're going to be, be committed. ready to sing the song. This is the problem with YouTube, is YouTube has now um, made it very difficult for people to be bothered to contribute in the way that they used to contribute. Because I would, I would go, hey, well, let me just get that, let me just get that up now for you guys. Um, carry on. So don't laugh when he um, comes too quickly. Okay, yeah, got uh, that? Yeah, and, and don't um, get the whips out on day day one. Overacting in bed is the second thing. Okay. Lying back and letting them do all the work always makes it into the things I hate in bed list for men. But doing the opposite, screaming the place down when all he's doing is tweaking a nipple isn't too far below it. Letting him know you're enjoying it is one thing. Overplaying it and pretending every single thing he does is the best thing that's ever happened to you let me comes across as desperate. Let's on that sort of uh, tweaked nipples. Let's go to our friend line two. Hello, line two. Hello. Hello, line two. You're on the wireless. Oh, I, am I already? I, I, okay. Hang on a sec. I'll just turn my wireless off. Okie dokie. Um, sorry. Um, hi. I just wanted to say it's Mary from Brighton. Hello, Mary from Brighton. <laughs> Um, I just want to say, um, I've been listening to your show for a long, long time. Yes. And I have to say, um, tonight has been amazing. Really? Yes. Uh, um, you... <laughs> and I feel... Okay, thank you. She's listening to a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. It's very kind of you. Um, but I also feel there's a big change in you. And... Um, Oh, God, it's been such a happy, happy show. You, you and Kaz have to deal with so much. Oh, and, um, I don't know what you, what you do when you finish the show. Um, I mean, I want to leave the show and get pissed <laughs> because you go through so much. Yeah, well. Um, I- and I just want to say thank you because tonight you 
both have been amazing. Thank you. Have you had a little drinky poos tonight to celebrate? Um, I don't... I have had a drink, yes. Okay. I wasn't celebrating, oh. um, but I... Yes, I, you can tell from my voice I've been drinking. Mm -hmm. um, Are you coming... <laughs> did, you get, did you get tickets to come and see our show, Mary? Yes. Oh. I have, I have. Well done, because it's almost uh, sold out. Ninth of November. The ninth of yep. November. It's, and we'll be back in Brighton. I think I can say this now. We will be back in Brighton on Sunday, June the 14th. So okay. We, we're coming well, back. I've got the tickets for the ninth of November. Beautiful. We will see you there, Mary. Yeah, I'll look forward to it. I look forward to it as well. Thank you very much. And there is, it is in a pub. Let us go. My favourite thing about that call? Yeah. I should pierced. <laughs> <laughs> Line three, you're on the wireless. Is everyone getting drunk because Brexit is coming? Is that what either celebratory or commiseratory? You're on the wireless. Hello, Sam. Hello, Sam. Um, you're through to Sam. No, I don't want to speak to Sam. I thought time. you were a big Sam. I thought you, you thought that Sam wasn't getting enough credit. Has yeah. he, he had too I'm much sure. now? Yeah, he's getting big for his boots. Yeah. He has, okay. Hey, I thought our Sam was supposed to be. Get deep out of it, Sam. I'm talking to Sam. Sam's time now. Sam's time, not Sam's time. Yes, Sam. Not you, him. You. Which Sam? You, Sam. Hey. You, Sam. I, I should say, I was a bit bored to a major Discord server. Okay, well, I don't like Discord. I think it's for perverts and weirdos. But you, you have great fun on there. Thanks very much indeed. Let's Who's the better Sam now? <laughs> Discord's a terrible, terrible place full of absolute scumbags. I would never in a million years. Hello, line two. You're on the wireless. Okay, no, you're not. It's as simple as that. That's the way it works sometimes. Carry on with um, what you should do on the first date. Yeah. Sexy chat. <laughs> it ain't working, <laughs> Kath. Show enthusiasm but don't overdo it, I think, is the uh, key to that one. Three, not returning the favour with oral sex. You don't have to immediately reciprocate, but the effort scale should even up over a few sessions. The effort scale? Isn't yeah. that what the, um, that Cockney caller was <laughs> <laughs> trying to explain to you? <laughs> 
was good. I think he was genuine, that guy. I think he was. I think, I'm pretty I sure he was, was, yeah. I thought he was very, very good. Lee, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I, lo- no, I actually funny, loved yeah. him. Yeah. I actually loved him. He'll uh, turn. Taking it... What? He'll turn. Yeah, I mean, they always do. Take, taking it slowly. Casual sex has its place, but for most of us, sex with someone we like and want to have a relationship with is a big deal. Take your time getting there. She's already said about flipping for all, all, all the other stuff, whips Sam, and chains. you're a young man. What, are you 26? Seven. You're older than seven. 27. Hearing Kath talk like this, is it like your mum talking about blowies and things? No. Is it like a MILF talking about <laughs> Is it horny? Well, no, because it's... it's no. We, we're sort of one of those... I don't think I've ever had any chat like that with my parents at all. And like, it's one of those things where if... I even I still even have it to this day. If there's a chance that they'll see me watching a film which might have something... Yeah, yeah. in it. Nope. Oh. Do you want to ask? Kath has experienced a lot of stuff... Do you want anything you want to ask her about blowies and stuff? <laughs> Treat her like your mum. Well, can I ask you what? What does it feel like? <laughs> <laughs> it feels nice. It was good. I enjoyed it. Hello, line two. You're on the wireless. Okay, thank you very much indeed. Let's carry on. Was that with, Enya? I've got no idea what that was. Let's carry on with the, um, the old With the sexy chat. Yes. <laughs> Okay, um, having one hot move that makes you stand out from the rest. Most of us have one killer bedroom move. Oh. Something we do that's worked well on people in the past. Yeah. It might be giving the best massage they've ever had using your entire body. Oh, dear God. It might be removing your clothes with the finesse of a professional stripper. Oh. I always find that quite off-putting, wouldn't no, you? No, no one, no one, no one <laughs> Take can. Take your top off no hands, and run it through your legs. <laughs> Or if the guy just rips his trousers off. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's no need for that. It may be as simple as the swirl of a tongue or a long, torturous tease as you tell them exactly what you're about to do as you do it. I'm all for keeping it simple, says Tracy Cox. Do you like keeping it simple, line one? There's a voice that keeps on calling me Down the road, that's where I'll always be Every stop I make, I make a new friend can't stay for long, just turn around and I'm gone again. Stop being in denial, Ian. What, what was that? Is, is that that troll that is, is adamant there was a television series? Obsessed with this idea. Um, yes, line two? Period, period, okay, fine. Sam, you should probably move through. Daryl, if you want to come in, you're very welcome to come in. We got until 58.05. We'll come back to, uh, we'll revisit Cox tomorrow. Here I am. Daryl. Hello, everybody. It's a very weird vibe in the air tonight. I am. Um, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying oh, it. Yeah, yeah. You uh, went to your own receiving end of it. What is on your 5805? <laughs> We've got plenty of, plenty of time. Sit back, enjoy yourself whilst on your show tonight. <sighs> oh, gosh. That was a world-weary sigh from such a youngster. I am ready for the weekend. That's what I am right now. Okay. We're nearly there, aren't we? Nearly there. Um, so that's I like. Someone who's keen. <laughs> <laughs> I love them in two weeks and jaded. Like no, no. I'd like to, I'd like to just uh, caveat that with how, how happy I am to be here. Thank you for the work. <laughs> um, coming up, we're going to be talking about uh, a guy who's going to sell £100,000 worth of his toy collection uh, to try and fight climate change. More to the point, the... the uh, um. 
Um, What's he selling? Because I might be interested. Uh, yeah, there's loads of stuff. Well, listen, we're going to speak to him about t about one forty-five. Yeah. Um, okay. and, Is he selling um, any old video games? Uh, potentially. Okay. Potentially, okay. maybe. Yeah, maybe. Also, we're going to uh, hear about the bride who's demanding that people spend three hundred quid per gift on uh, for her wedding. Why so little? You won't get a decent prize for that from the John Lewis Tell me about <laughs> list. <laughs> Tell me about it. Um, it's World, uh, World of Dyslexia Day today as well, by the way. Okay. So happy World Dyslexia Day to you. We're going to speak to a guy who uh, who has the, who's a writer actually as well. Mm. Like he like he he basically lives his life uh, essentially taking on all the challenges that dyslexia. My make kids cards. went to a, a Beano talk the other day, and the guy that does Dennis the Menace now is dyslexic. And when he was signing his name, he had to get the boys to spell his name to him. It was incredible. It was really inspirational. Really inspirational. We're done. Daryl's up next. We're back tonight at 10. Ta-ta. Across the UK, online and on DAB. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio.